Network. The TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network at www.tpsradio.net. Welcome back, guys. It's Sunday Night Showdown on a night where tonight, 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 we bring you live pay-per-view coverage of TNA's latest pay-per-view offering, No Surrender. And we're getting things started right off the bat with the final in the tournament to crown new knockout tag team champions making their way down the aisle right now. We've got the beautiful people. It looks like Velvet Sky and Madison Rain, because we all know Angelina Love, uh, not with the company right now, so I'm not really sure what they're saying as as far as what the excuse is, but they have the beautiful people being represented by those two ladies, so it should be interesting to see exactly what happens. But my money for tonight, for these tag team belts, which look beautiful, by the way, I've seen pictures on Facebook, TNA posted, and they look absolutely wonderful. But my pick for tonight, I have to say, I think Sarita... And Taylor Wilde are going to take these titles tonight here in the the uh, Impact Zone. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say the opposite just because it's the beautiful people are a, an established team. They've been together for a long time. Sarita and Taylor Wilde were just put together with absolutely no real connection. I mean, maybe they've mentioned on TV that they're both Canadian, but uh, obviously they're promoting the, the, the Spanish side of, of Sarita's character. But to me, it's a... It's an established team, and an established team needs to hold it first, despite the whole Angelina Love issue with not being able to get across the border because of her uh, visa issues. As already, we have a <coughs> Earl Hebner walking into the ring because uh, he thinks Slick Johnson won't behave admirably considering his history with Madison Rain. 
And so now we've already got a controversy before this match even begins, well, and before this pay per view even begins. But like I said, I'm I'm picking, I'm picking the beautiful people, and on on an outside chance, I'm picking Taylor Wilde to join the beautiful people on an absolute long shot. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, it looks like Slick Johnson has been eliminated from this match, and uh, Adolf Hebner. I mean, look at the mustache on this guy. He's got the Adolf Hitler mustache going on, so I'm just going to start calling him Adolf Hebner from now on. But yeah, I think I think Sarita and uh, and Taylor Wilde are going to do very well in this match. I just don't think the beautiful people at this point need these titles. They can't function without Angelina Love. I know you want to disagree on that, and that's fine. That's what makes radio compelling when we all have disagreements and we don't agree the same way. Unlike some shows, um, we actually do have a difference of opinions. So, you know, very good action starting out with this knockout match. I wasn't expecting this to start the show off, but uh, very pleasantly surprised. Right, Sarita, a.k.a. Sarah Stock, has looked very, very impressive from the very beginning. And and we uh, quickly went over Impact earlier this afternoon just to get ready for the show. And the fact that they're promoting Alyssa Flash is very as a main event contender as well is, is also very good because five, six, seven weeks ago they Dave. had an absolutely fantastic match to kick off Sarita's Show career. her respect and call her the future legend. Alyssa oh, my Flash. apologies, yes. I mean, if she can wrestle two, night, two times a night as two different people, Alyssa Flash and... Uh, <coughs> and... Uh, Raisha Saeed, then she de- deserves all the credit in the world. No, absolutely. Uh... Just getting things started, guys. I just want to say this. Uh, we will be joined later on in the program by one Mark the Shark DiCarlo, mm-hmm. who will join us probably in the uh, in the next hour and a half or so. Uh, Boom Boom may show up on the show. I know she's got some things she's working on right now. But with that being said, we've got uh, myself, of course, and uh, the producer, Internet Dave, in studio, who's munching on pizza. i got to wait for break. But you're going to eat now. That's fine. I'll carry this broadcast solo just like I do all the time. Put this shit on my shoulders and go with it. I uh, just want to take a quick look in the chat room. There's a lot of uh, regulars, and we've got a lot of guys who are signed up and members of the WrestleView VIP who are a part of the uh, WrestleView Championship Wrestling yes. Federation that we just got underway. Of course, if you go to Sunday Night Showdown on the main page, there is a link to the eFed. If you're not a member of WrestleView, I'm deciding to leave that up for right now because I want to get the word out what's going on, and it's it's good free promotion for those of you who are not members of the WrestleView VIP and just don't know exactly what they have to offer. Well, this is one of the features we'll be conducting on WrestleView. It will be an eFed uh, with members, of course, of the WrestleView. It's five it's five dollars a month, which is you know really cheap for the content you get. There's a show every night. Every day of the week, something's always going on at WrestleView. But uh, I don't, at this point in time, see the uh, WVCW champion Santa Loco in the chat. But I do see uh, Flair 16 time, and I see Tenacious Snake for sure, and Crelly, of course. And don't forget, if you're a VIP member but not a, a member of this, the Super 16 for right now, like we were talking about on Thursday, it, we are going to be expanding the roster, so... So uh, email Adam, email JJ, and, and get on to the, uh, the waiting list because you will be included. Don't feel that if you weren't among that first 16 that you're, you're out forever. Well, yeah, and, uh, as far as the emails go, send them to uh, JJ at WrestleView.com or you can send them through me here at Sunday Night Showdown. 
Uh, send that show down at yahoo.ca because I'm the one who's handling this whole situation. So not anybody else. Yours truly. It's my baby. Plus, we're seeing a few uh, new names in the chat as well. So uh, we're happy to have all, all of you. Very glad you're here tonight for TNA's No Surrender. A lot of competition for uh, for TNA tonight. They got the Emmy Awards. They got the Cowboys against the Giants. They got King Kong on Fox. So, I mean, uh, we appreciate you guys being here and... I'll be very interested to see what the buy rate is for this show because, uh, as even uh, Caldwell in the Torch was saying today, if you go to TNA's TNA Wrestling, th- they're promoting Bound for Glory. They're not really even pushing this show. So, I mean, you could really make the argument, Jeff, that this is the No Way Out equivalent of Total Nonstop Action where this isn't as big of a deal, but they're still contractually up to have it. And... If, if Dixie gets what she wants at the end of this contract, where it's six pay-per-views and maybe six primetime t- prime three-hour specials on Spike, this is one of those pay-per-views that are, that's going to disappear. Well, you know, and, and that's fine and good, but if you've got a pay-per-view, you need to promote it. I mean, let's face it. Very nice tandem move, as we have new knockout tag team champions, Sarita... And Taylor Wilde, just as I predicted, went over in this one. And kudos to the victory. Uh, very nice tandem move as Taylor Wilde hits the German, uh, you know, which was assisted by a drop kick. Those are nice belts. Those are very nice championship belts. By a drop kick by Sarita into the German suplex. A very good finish for both of these ladies. A uh, very good match to start things off here at No Surrender. But as you were saying, there's the replay as she hits the drop kick. And is that Velvet Sky that got pinned? I'm not sure. Or was that uh, no, Madison that was Rain? that was Madison. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, very very cool so far that we've got new uh, tag team champions. I was a little skeptical about this uh, TNA Knockouts tag team division, but you know what? They do have the best ladies roster in all of you know North America right now, as far as I'm concerned. So kudos to them. Well, I listened to uh, Cornette's. Thing, uh, this week, and they were talking about this whole knack- knockout tag team t- title tournament and the knockout show that if they were able to get a second hour per week or a third hour per week that it would be dedicated to the knockouts and, and he, he said something I agreed with where if they're pushed to their own show, then that really s- shows the public that that it, it's not at the same level as people being on impact are and, and that the men's show takes more precedence than the women's show does because Spike probably wouldn't, excuse me, Spike probably wouldn't want a third hour, uh, and especially if, if it's all women's wrestling, and that it would actually take it down a notch, and that he feels that it should stay the, the same way. We'll see what happens, but, uh, I mean, the knockouts, is, as Hunter's talked about hundreds of times, they pump the uh, the ratings and, and keep people keep people watching. Well, you know, as far as my uh, my argument with that, I think that having the, the knockouts go out on their own show would be a mistake. I think that one of the main reasons TNA Impact draws the viewers that they have is because of their solid work in the knockouts division. Uh, notwithstanding the stupid Cody Deaner ODB feud for the knockouts championship, which is, which is funny, but at the same time, it, it's kind of goofy, and I hope that it ends tonight when ODB knocks the shit out of the Deaner and sends him packing. And brings that title back to where it belongs. The Dater. You know, the knocked up championship. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this card tonight doesn't really seem... uh, It's kind of a block card, honestly. They've got matches that you're you're just kind of shaking your head like, 
What are you thinking? Why are we having a lethal lockdown match? It's it's to pump the buy rate. It's like, well, I, I like all of these listings of matches, but I don't think I'll buy it. Oh, wait, hardcore match? Yeah, maybe. maybe turn, sure. turn the volume up, and I want to get uh, words from Taylor Wilde and Sarita on their win tonight. Big reward to uh, to to Sarah Stock to Sarita. Very very happy that that uh, she's been rewarded this early into her TNA tenure. And Taylor Wilde's been working hard as long as she's been in the company. And uh, she really wasn't at that level to really challenge for the, the the singles title in the last four to six months. So this is a great fit for for them. And we'll see what happens with the beautiful people uh, going forward. But uh, no, a very good, uh, very good match, and a very good pair of uh, of opening champions. That's not what you were going to say. I know what you were going to say. You dirty pervert! You've been hanging out with with uh, Mark the Shark DiCarlo too long. So now it looks like we're setting up for the Homicide Eric Young match, which uh, I'm liking the swerve that they've really done with the whole uh, Homicide joining the World Elite. I love how Eric Young. Came out a couple weeks ago disguised as Homicide, and everybody's like, oh, Homicide turned on him. And then, of course, they have the angle where Homicide did come out and turn on him, which I thought was great. I think Hernandez in World Elite is a great idea. Yeah, I think so, or, excuse too. me, Homicide in, in there. I said Hernandez. Yeah, I think it works. I think it works for sure. It, it would have. It's easier than having Homicide by himself and then joining after they create themselves like Kiyoshi and... Bashir just joining kind of randomly because they're not American-born. But they have to really push this this angle. Yeah, uh, the godfather of the world elite is, is Eric Young from Canada. and But to me, they have to really push Homicide now, either for the X Division title or for the world championship, where uh, they're supporting him because they know that he can take them the furthest in, in their ultimate goals. You make a very, very good point. Um, of course, you know they're now doing a backstage interview with uh, with World Elite. So the thing that really interests me in this this feud, I know I had picked Hernandez for this match, and I'm going to stick with that. But it almost makes you think that really, in reality, to further this feud any further, you would have to think Eric Young, by some means, would get the win. I'm not really sure any other way that would work. But I'm still pulling for my boy uh, Hernandez. So. Well, yeah, I mean. It, it's the typical t- it's the typical not TNA but just wrestling booking where where something starts and it has to continue by the heels winning the first round of of the fight or else it it looks like the heels are are just subservient and and subpar and and why talk and talk and talk and talk if you're just going to lose obviously Hernandez can maybe build on this and when we look to another pay-per-view, probably what four or five weeks from now, it could be maybe Eric Young and uh, and Homicide against Hernandez and a partner of his choosing. But this has to be this has to be the the first step. And once again, if it's going any long-term feud, the heel always has to win round one. That's true. That is very true. 
But uh, like I said, I'm sticking with Hernandez on this. Run down the rest of the card just for the people who might not know exactly what's in store tonight for uh, for TNA No Surrender. Or I guess is really TNA feels about it. No one gives a shit because they're not really promoting this pay-per-view. So there well, you like go. Well, I mean, you could make the argument that this is exactly what WWE does with No Way Out, but they have realized in the fut- in the in the past that that No Way Out is is important. All right, so let's go through it. As we just saw, Taylor Wilde and Sarita defeated the beautiful people to be the first ever TNA Knockout Tag Team Champions. ODB and Cody Deaner for the Knockout Championship. Right now, Eric Young, who's not dressed to wrestle because he's convinced Hernandez is going to join the World Elite, will face Hernandez. Abyss and Kevin Nash with the Legends Championship versus the $50,000 bounty from Dr. Stevie on the line. And uh, I wouldn't mind if that got into a bit of a hardcore element. Lethal lockdown match, beer money against 3D, against Booker and Steiner, against British Invasion. No titles on the line. And the uh, the teams of Steiner and Booker and British Invasion won the right to have uh, a man advantage. I'm not sure how that's going to work. If, if the four guys go in first and then they join fifth and sixth or, or what happens, or if, if they uh, get the most rest... Once again, it's it's a late second edition by TNA booking, and we'll we'll see what happens with it. Samoa Joe and Daniels for the X title, Lashley and Rhino in Lashley's big premiere contest, which I hope is is a 50-50 match. It's not a a squash for Lashley on Rhino, and it's a four-way dance: Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, Sting, and AJ Styles. Oh, Hernandez! For the just, world title. Hernandez just walked in the ring and just clobbers. Eric Young, this is going to be like a two-minute squash match as he is just knocking the shit out of Eric Young. Eric Young bent over, and he just knocks him outside the ring. With that shoulder block kind of uh, move, the, uh, the similar to the pounce that we used to see. But don't forget that uh, Hernandez still has that, has that feaster-fired world heavyweight title case he can cash in at any moment. The odds are extremely small it'll happen tonight but it may just very well happen towards Bound for Glory because, I mean, despite what I said earlier. Oh, border toss. And Eric Young with a great sell as he literally flips over. One, two, and there you go. Got him. It's over. Maybe I should stop predicting. I'm 0-2 very, very quickly. We're, we've been on the air 20 minutes, and I'm already over 2. But I don't know. We'll see if Hernandez uh, fits into the world title picture for oh. Bound for Glory based on that... Uh, that feast or fired case. Just like Flair 16 time in the chat room, I'm 2-0 and right now. Booyah. Well, maybe the maybe the heel doesn't have to win the first match all the time. There must be setting up for something like, I guess the lethal lockdown match is going to take up a lot of time because it's, it's, we've been on the air 20 minutes and we've already had two matches. Well, it's the setup and the takedown. We have to keep that in mind. Wow. And the only, the second match was less than two minutes. Like, the ring intro was, was longer than the match was. Well, no wonder Eric Young wasn't dressed to wrestle. <laughs> there go. Of course, there now was we're, no point. We're backstage with this interview segment with Matt Morgan. Interesting to see exactly what he has to say. We'll flip over to that audio right now. He's got a new shirt. No offense to Sting or AJ, but let's face it, Kurt. Tonight, this is about me and you. This is what we wanted from the very beginning. We're thoroughbreds, you and I, Kurt. Born and bred to compete and win. 
It's what wakes us up in the morning. It's in our veins. Hell, it's in our very DNA. Tonight is what the world's been waiting for. The Olympic gold medalist versus the blueprint. <laughs> I can actually feel, right this second, I can feel the burn in my hand from that torch that I'm going to rip from your grip tonight. The future's come. The future's now. The future is right here. There you have it, those comments by uh, the blueprint Matt Morgan saying he is the future of this business and he is taking the title tonight. Now, I know on Wrestling News Live this past Thursday for the prediction game that I'm always a part of, for the main event tonight, I do believe that I said AJ Styles was going to get the title. And I'm going to stick with that. I'd like to see it happen. If I lose that prediction, so be it. But uh, I know the trade dog brought up a really good point. Now, he said he, was, he saw Sting taking this title, which I'll back him on that. I could see that because I could see Sting passing the torch at Bound for Glory next month because, let's face it, I would much rather see Sting pass the torch to AJ Styles than Kurt Angle retain tonight and somebody face Kurt Angle next month at Bound for Glory. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we were talking about it before we went on air tonight that probably the, the best idea is for Kurt Angle to drop the belt one way or the other just to have some sort of build to to Bound for Glory at, at a higher degree in Los Angeles in about four or five weeks. It's... It, that way, I mean, if he gets the automatic rematch, who knows? We'll see what happens with that. But it's got to be two elite names going for that world championship at the biggest event of the year because, as we know, just like with Mania, the night after No Way Out... These guys are going to push and push and push Bound for Glory within about two minutes of, uh, of Impact starting this coming Thursday on Spike. Uh, you know, it could be interesting. Uh, I think before this uh, Samoa Joe Daniels match starts, we're going to take a quick break, come back with the match in progress, and cover exactly what's going on. But uh, keeping in with our two-match commercial break status quo as it is here on Sunday Night Showdown, I just think that's the way to go, Dave. Sure, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, this this has the opportunity to be a classic simply because they have plenty of time for it. We'll be right back after this.
And we are back right here on Sunday Night Showdown, bringing you live pay-per-view coverage of No Surrender as Samoa Joe delivers a devastating power slam to Daniels. Goes for the pin, two count only. Sort of a slow build so far to this point, but but they're gonna they're they're gonna make it work. And as we were discussing during the break, Jeff, I think if AJ doesn't win this belt tonight, the the world championship, that uh, we're probably setting up for a three way dance for the X division title as the big X division match for the Bound for Glory pay per view in Los Angeles. You know what though, I don't want to see that at all. I oh, you know okay. what, I'm tired of AJ Styles being bracketed in as the X division wrestler. This is a guy that's done everything in this company except win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. He was the NWA World oh, Champion. Okay. He's yeah. never been the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I'm ready to see AJ take it to the next level, and I think Bound for Glory would be the perfect place to see him either defend that title or win it from uh, the Icon Sting if he does win here, in fact, tonight. But so far we've seen a great matchup between Daniels and Joe, which we knew was going to happen because these guys have always put on great matches together. We've seen them work matches live in front of us, and we know that Absolutely. they can go. Yeah, we've seen, uh, Dan- I've seen Daniels and Joe not in the same contest, but yeah, when you see them both live, they know exactly what they're doing, and they can work hard, and they know what to do with each other in the ring. It's funny because everybody talks about how Angle's a little... Excuse me, Samoa Joe's a little bit more out of shape than he used to be. Every time every time uh, Christopher Daniels has hit him with a, an uppercut or a chop or something, you see his whole whole stomach jiggle around. And I want to say welcome to... Uh, I better do this properly. The world champion. I want to give a great welcome to the uh, WVCW world champion... That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Santa Loco has joined us in chat. Not only does he have the flag, but that son of a bitch has the belt, too. Yeah, he's got everything right now. He's got the low rider. He's got everything. He's probably got the best entrance in the in the company at this point. Well, I know Adam was telling me that he really uh, he really thought that was the funniest entrance he'd ever seen for Santo. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, I <coughs> and Santo, I imagine you, you would like to uh, have had the... the ch- uh, <coughs> That exact entrance, you would have wanted nothing less. I can imagine that. I notice there's a lot of shit talking in the chat room between Tenacious yeah. Snake and uh, Santa Loco, so it's going to be interesting to see how that translates into the uh, to the EFED, the uh, WVCW, as months <laughs> progress. So, uh, like I said, if you guys are not members of the uh, WrestleView VIP section, definitely go sign up. Five dollars get you uh, get you a month. It's it's five dollars a month. They have packages for a year, but it's well worth it, especially with this new endeavor that I'm working on with this eFed. So well, definitely. I mean, especially if you can't join the shows live, like that's the majority situation for me. Is most nights a week I'm I'm busy either with school or with working, and so I can't join live. But what is good for me is that I can within about an hour of the program ending, I can download the archive. And and having access to all those uh, current and past archives is certainly worth the $5 a month, I think. No, it is. But back to the match at hand. Uh, Samoa Joe just rolls uh, Daniels into the ring from the outside and delivers a nice vicious kick to the leg. He's really working that leg area of Daniels, trying to keep him grounded as far as uh, you know, trying to keep all those high-risk maneuvers that Daniels is famous for. Very good match so far. Uh, I, I was just you know also looking in the chat room earlier, and I was thinking... You know, Samoa Joe has oh, the... Oh, there's an innovative move. Well, that was a very nice uh, knee buster that he just performed on Daniels. I th- it would be innovative to have a, a, you know, a, a faction called the Nation of Silence. And then they could just stand there and just stand there. They wouldn't talk. 
You know, it'd just be silence. Instead of the nation of violence, we should do the nation of silence. They can just stand there. <laughs> well, I, I think somebody's going to want that as their gimmick now uh, in the EFED coming up pretty quick. Sometimes I think it might be more entertaining just to have nation of silence. It may, may very well. I mean, it's funny because they, they talk about all these issues with the, the, the main event mafia. I mean, to me, this past Thursday on Impact, they really had no association with each other. All the interviews were, were individual. All the matches were individual. There was no support between any of the members. I mean, yeah, a lot of people think that the, the big group promos at the beginning of shows run about 20 minutes too long, and I can definitely agree with that. But like I said, there's no real solidarity in the group right now. That could change as early as tomorrow when they look ahead to Bound for Glory. But I, I couldn't help but notice that uh, earlier today when we went through Impact. Very nice textbook powerbomb delivered to Daniels by Samoa Joe as he now has him locked in the STF, applying the pressure to the leg and, of course, the neck area of Daniels. A Slick Johnson, the referee, officiating to make sure that it's not a chokehold. You mean he's not using a, a, uh, a, a pair of handcuffs to choke him out and break, break his arm? I can't believe it. Yeah, no WWE here, buddy. Not happening right here, as Samoa Joe now transitions to the single leg crab, which has always been one of my favorite finishing maneuvers. I think Lance Storm probably had the best half Boston crab I've ever seen in the business. I'm sorry, who did? Lance Storm. Oh, yeah, the Canadian Maple Leaf. Yeah. Absolutely, he did. Just because it was the Canadian Maple Leaf, The right? triple crown champion, including the Saskatchewan Hardcore Championship. Yeah, what, what all belts did he hold? Fill us in. I well, know you know. The, <laughs> well, let, let me just find it here. Uh, well, no, it was the Saskatchewan Hardcore Championship. And uh, I'll, I'll get it here in just a minute. I'm just going to go to... Uh, well, it was the kilos and under title, wasn't it? I don't remember the yeah, number the, of kilos. Yeah, the 85... Oh, I'm not sure either. Yeah, the 85 kilos and under uh, cruiserweight championship. I'm just going to go to Online World of Wrestling here, cheap plug, and, and find out. But Lance Storm, of course, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Let's see, what did he have? I'm just going to find it here. As Daniels hammers away on uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe off the ropes. Daniels hits him with a quick clothesline, follows it up by a spin kick. Very nice series of moves between these two guys. Very interesting styles that we have. As Samoa Joe is tripped up to the outside, Daniels going to the top. And he delivers a flying clothesline. It's interesting. I'm, I'm catching some weird stuff here that I'm looking up. Someone made, made mention to a rumor in the chat room, and I'm just double-checking that just to see if there's any truth to it. Yeah, he held the Cruiserweight Hardcore and United States Championships all at the same time. Of course, he renamed it the Canadian Championship and the, uh, like I said, 80 kilos and under Cruiserweight title. And the Saskatchewan Hardcore Championship. August 2nd, 2000, Lance Storm defeated Juventud Guerrera, Norman Smiley, and Ernest Miller all in the same night to retain all three of those championships. Wow. Uh, you know, I have to say, as far as Lance Storm goes, I, I wasn't a big fan of him in the WWE. But uh, he started the invasion, and Calgary started the invasion. What? Lance Storm at the Calgary show was the first WCW wrestler to attack a WWE wrestler to get the invasion started. Really? I was I was there live. I can Shark will confirm that once once he gets here. That was what started it all. 
I'll say this about Lance Storm. I thought he was a very talented competitor in ECW, but the best time he ever had in professional wrestling, as far as getting him over, was his stint in WCW, which didn't last very long. But coming in, winning all three of those titles, and having the international stable that he had was good for him. After that, it was pretty much curtains for Lance Storm. I mean, really, Lance made a, a smart decision because even at the point where WCW was starting to slowly die its its horrible death, he signed a three-year contract. So he got paid for probably eight to ten months after the uh, the contract expired from based on the time left after the, uh, the company shut down. So, I mean, he's getting paid by a a company called AOL Time Warner who was never going to run out of money for just sitting at home and, and not working. What a great series of reversals I've just seen between Samoa Joe and Chris Daniels. Um, Samoa Joe goes for the, uh, for the muscle buster. Daniels drops behind him and goes for the angel wings. He then reverses that. Samoa Joe has the coquina clutch locked in. Daniels trying so hard to get to the ropes, but it's just not happening. I thought he was about to tap, and he does tap, ladies and gentlemen. So Samoa Joe is still your X-Division champion. He made Chris Daniels tap out. And for those of you interested, I was I was just looking up their ages because, obviously, matches can be different after a long period of time, despite the amount of experience. Samoa Joe is 30, and Christopher Daniels is 38. Daniels is that old, really? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 1971, March 24th. That is impressive. I mean, I knew he was in his 30s, but I had no idea that he was almost 40 years old. Yeah, thanks to, once again, thanks to Online World of Wrestling. Well, look at the replays in this. I mean, just a ton of great moves. Daniels with the, uh, the BME to the outside on Samoa Joe. Very good spot. Joe tripping him off the apron. Really, he really worked the legs in this. We haven't seen Samoa Joe really work that style where he's after one particular body part. But he spent the whole match working on Daniel's legs. And I think that was a, a very good thing to do in this match. But the end result, Daniel's taps out. Samoa Joe, still X-Division champion. And still a part of the main event mafia. Yeah, for now. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it's funny because Taz has absolutely no connection to uh, to Samoa Joe or the main event mafia. It was basically once he became a commentator, it was like that the rest of that part of his career never even existed. How about Mick Foley? We'll see what he has to say. Duplicates the emptiness in my heart. Come on, I walk into my office after last week's impact, and here's oh, no. there's the tweet. What happened to it? You're, there's a hole in your eye's missing. Maybe it wasn't the Mona Lisa JB, but it was to me. It's my most prized possession, and somebody takes it upon themselves to smash it, to ruin it, to destroy it. I got a copy of Duplicate with TriStar, a trading company. They've got an extra one. You can't just duplicate the feeling in the heart, JB. That's like somebody saying, hey, why don't I copy a couple of Mick Foley's mannerisms and call myself the hardcore legend? It doesn't work like that. There's a dignity and an honor and a unique quality to this that made it special to me, and it's gone, JB. And mark my words, I will find out the perpetrator, and I will take action as soon as I announce this match with Abyss and Kevin Nash. Bank on it, JB! Bank on it! 
Well, there goes uh, <laughs> Mick Foley as he's going to join us for the uh, commentary for Kevin Nash and, and Abyss. Once again, the $50,000 bounty against the Legends Championship. And uh, our uh, sincerest <coughs> condolences to Mick Foley on the loss of his dad this past week. You know, I honestly didn't expect to see Foley here tonight. I figured he would have taken some time, and um, I, I'm not really sure what the funeral schedule was, if it's if it's already happened or what's going on, but I would not have expected Mick Foley to, uh, to be at No Surrender tonight. But uh, I definitely, like I said, Tuesday night when the news broke, I uh, the Foley family has my sincere condolences, and I hate to hear something like that, and uh, I, I wish... The whole family, nothing but the best. Yeah, because I, I remember it was either a confidential segment or one of, or a DVD or something like that. Probably a confidential segment where they talked to his da- his mom and his dad, and and I mean that's where he got Cactus Jack from because I believe his dad's first name is Jack Foley. Yeah, it's Jack and, Foley. And uh, the the high school's gym is named after his dad or something. And he was the gym teacher there. Yeah, and yeah. they named the gym after him. So yeah, it's a th- this is a big deal. And so we transition from that to Suicide <laughs> and the Pope. Yeah, exactly. Well, I liked uh, I liked the match they had on Impact. It kind of surprised me that Pope won. But then when I saw the schedule uh, for, for the pay-per-view, that there would be a, a rematch, that uh, we know what's going to happen here. As, as I guess the angle is that the Pope says that the whole idea of the character named Suicide... It's kind of sacrilegious, and so he's going to uh, eliminate that that sacrilege from the company. I'm, was this just added to the pay-per-view? Because you didn't run that down, I don't believe. I don't remember hearing you say the Pope uh, versus Suicide. Not, not on WrestleView, no. Maybe uh, this is a last-minute edition. It's got to be. Um, you know, I like Elijah Burke, don't get me wrong. I'm just not really digging the Pope character. I just, I don't know. There's just something about it that bothers me. Well, this is the first time he's, I've seen him speak, and... I mean, it looks like he stole John Morrison's glasses. Yeah, you'd almost think so. But, uh, I mean, they're not even promoting him as D'Angelo De Niro. It's just the Pope this, the Pope that. And, uh... Oh, at the assistance of the TNA universe. Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) He said the TNA (laughs) fans. The TNA nation. The TNA nation. Uh, who insisted we see a, another round between these two individuals. I don't know. I, I'm a little confused as to where this uh, where this whole match came from. I don't recall seeing this match anywhere. But if the TNA Nation or the uh, TNA Universe or whatever the fuck they're being called this week wanted this match, then sure, so be it. Give the fans what they want. Because that's the way it works. You know, a lot of interesting contests tonight. Rhino and Bobby Lashley. I just wonder exactly how that's going to transpire. Actually, I know it's going to transpire. It's going to be a three or four minute match, and Lashley's going to squash the hell out of Rhino. Well, I certainly hope that's not the case, but I have a, I have a strong feeling that it is. And uh, his promo, Rhino's promo on Thursday, was, was quite interesting. Yeah, it's hard to be sympathetic for a guy that you're supposed to be hating. <laughs> Stacker 2, the six-hour power drink. Look, Suicide is, has uh, gotten behind the Pope, 
and he's getting ready to do something as he's standing on that ledge and delivers with an axe handle to the back of the Pope, who was having interview time with Lauren. Who screams and runs away. Suicidi. I can't believe he calls him Suicidi. Who knows? I don't even know if the crowd even has any idea what's going on. I guess the referee's going to going to start this match. It's kind of like the old WCW hardcore matches where uh, they kept changing the rules every month, and for one month it was the match has to start in the backstage area but Jesus. must conclude in the ring. That referee runs like a bitch. I thought he was a chick there for a second, the way he was running. At the back of Universal Studios, and it's uh, <laughs> it's gotten violent very, very quickly. And, and as we all know, anything can happen at Universal Studios. I mean, Mickey Mouse could come out and beat the fuck out of the Pope in a minute. Well, There's I mean, no telling. Well, I mean, Mick Foley's kids, Huey, Dewey, Louie, and... Julie could show up at any moment. That, that's not his kids' names, Dave. Well, no, Huey and Dewey definitely are. Yes, but he doesn't have a Louie or a Julie. <laughs> well, I don't know. Who knows what Colette might have might have agreed to or not agreed to. Once again, Mick Foley probably with the... I, I can't make an argument for hottest wife of, of a wrestler in the business. Colette Foley is, is still number one for me until someone disproves that theory. Beautiful elbow drop delivered from the top of those uh, those crates onto suicide. But watch the replay there as as that really hurt Burke, whether you like it or not. I mean, the Pope is hurt. D'Angelo De Niro. He's got the two D's on his on his trunks, just so that just in case we forgot. But Frankie Kazarian as suicide has been very uh, very successful. You can certainly tell the difference in styles between himself and Daniels when Daniels filled in. And, I mean, once again, we, we talked about Lance Storm winning three matches in the same night. Uh, you got to give a lot of credit to Alyssa Flash and to uh, somebody like Daniels. If you can wrestle two, two matches in the same night, you deserve a whole bunch of credit. As this, count, as this match has suddenly become false count anywhere, as, as we had a, a two count that De Niro kicked out of. Now, I'm liking the uh, backstage assault that we're seeing here. But I disagree with the fact you said Suicide's been a successful character. Well, no, no, Daniels, or excuse me, um, what's his name? Uh, Frankie Kazarian, as he's looked good in the ring is what I meant. Is it just me or does this match look like it's already happened and it's been edited and they're just playing it? Because we keep seeing this green flash going across the screen Which every couple of seconds like it's edited and mixed together. Right, and that to me just shows complete amateurism where uh, they can do it, they can do it for uh, as he's uh, backdropped in. There we go with yeah. with some more. Into this match is pre-taped. This match is not yeah. going on right now. Yeah, and th that is something that Vince McMahon simply would not allow. That would just be too amateur, amateur looking, and it just it it discredits it when they've done a three-hour sh live show year after year after year, month after month after month. There's no reason to not have this pre-taped or or to uh, to edit it because these guys are two professional guys and this is not a smackdown taping you don't need to edit stuff well maybe they do i mean i i just think that oh as as uh the pope gets in the little cart there <laughs> and he can't even put it he in the right gear put it in reverse see wow. this is the thing you have to edit out but you would think they the would have edited it what are you doing are you going to run into him or are you going to run away oh suicide Run ran away. Hey, if he runs him over, it's homicide. And then here comes genocide. 
Oh, this is interesting. I I don't even know what to say about this. This is kind of uh, yeah. Kind when homi- geez, yeah, when homicide faced suicide, that was that was an interesting show. And I think it was Cornette or something who said that there uh, that uh, a, a new guy by the name of Genocide should have shown up and Sabu should have been the referee. Didn't I say that actually? Pretty sure that was me, not Cornette. Oh, okay. And then I said Ted Hart should show up and smoke everyone. But whoa! Uh, full moon in Orlando tonight. Hello. A little bit too much information for all of us as oh. he falls right into a pallet. Oh, and those pallets hurt. Let me tell you. Four pallets actually. The assless De Niro. Uh oh. The Pope is the new Shawn Michaels. Every match now he's going to show his ass. <laughs> That's a quote right there, buddy. The Pope is the new Shawn Michaels. Every match he's going to show his ass. That's right. Oh, mercy me. But, uh... <laughs> Shark's going to be disappointed he missed this. I I can tell you, you're going to have to show him that replay. Why, do you think Shark likes to look at black men's asses? No. I mean, is that what you're trying to Because <laughs> really, I don't enjoy looking at black men's asses. No, or just... men's asses in general, but... I mean the craziness of the whole situation. Wow. Rick Rude did it first, Snake says in the chat room. Oh, finally, he's got his pants back up. Thank God. I'm just, I'm stunned at this match. It sucks. It's pretty bad. No, I think they're doing it live. Well, then what was the green shit that's going all over the screen? Well, it makes no sense. It looks like it was edited. Well, yeah, maybe it was because they're they're into the uh, main section here. Okay, and then now now we've got it live. So that might have been the cut point around the Spanish announce table where they uh, they fed that the live feed back in. Now I did I did read a report earlier on WrestleView saying that Ed Ferrara is back with the booking team, and that Jeremy Borash has been added to the creative team as well for TNA. So I find that interesting that you would have two of the guys who were at the helm when WCW died in Ferrara and Russo. And then you've got Jeremy Borash, who doesn't have a creative bone in his body. So this is a great creative team we have for TNA. And, of course, you know, one of the big things that broke this week, that I broke on uh, Unplugged In this past week on the, the Russell V Radio Network, was the fact that uh, Jim Cornette has been released from TNA, which... You know, I got to question that. I mean, Cornette, granted, wasn't being used in a creative capacity the way he should have been. I think he helped book a couple matches here or there. I don't think he wanted to be. A, the The report I got was that he got into a huge argument with with Vince Russo, and part two is that he didn't agree with how Matt Morgan was being booked. Obviously, uh, Cornette released a, a statement on JimCornette.com talking about. Uh, now I'll be able to relax and not have to leave town all the time and, and add my add to my collection at Cornette's Collectibles and and be involved in a wrestling that I actually enjoy watching. So that's a bit of a shot at Cornette, but obviously... It's a shot at TNA from I'm Cornette. I'm sorry, yes. Obviously that was a, a shot at TNA by Cornette, and obviously that's a shot directly at Vince Russo because I think Cornette agrees with the majority of the smart marks like, like we are that... that Vince Russo is a negative for this company, and appar- apparently it finally came to uh, a-, a screaming match earlier uh, earlier this week. 
Oh, oh my God. The Pope goes for a drop kick to the outside as Suicide was grabbing the table, and he completely botched it. Didn't even connect, but Suicide sold it anyway. Like he just got hit with the drop kick. Oh my God. This match is the absolute shit. I really want to see Frankie Kazarian kill the suicide gimmick and just come back as Kazarian. Because I'm sick of suicide. It was a failed video game concept. The TNA game didn't even fucking sell 200,000 copies domestically. I mean, it was a shame. Really. The game could have been so much more than what it was. And this is just a failed attempt to market the video game. That really, I'm surprised they didn't just drop the ball on it a long time ago and be like, eh, we forgot about it. Eh, you should too. Well, speaking of new games, TNA President Dixie Carter said in an interview this week that TNA plans to announce their next video game partner soon. Midway Games was bought out by Warner Brothers Entertainment earlier this summer, but TNA's contract was not included in the deal. We are currently evaluating our options for our next video game partner due to the Warner acquisition midway and expect to make an announcement soon, Carter told IndianTelevision.com regarding an, a prom- Watch this spot. promotional tour of India coming soon. As De Niro is about to go through the table that they've got set up right beside the rampway. Well, I guess not. They're going back up the ramp. You know what? I want to see... TNA try to get a deal with EA Sports. Do you know why? Because every time I go into any kind of uh, forums board, whether it's Gaming Ring or GameFAQs.com, I always run into the same thing where people are bitching and complaining about the SmackDown versus Raw franchise and how they wish that the WWE would lose that license and go to some company like EA. So that's what I want to see. I want to see TNA go to EA so that people can see just how shitty a game EA will put out on their yeah. first effort. And then maybe people will shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I, I think they're better off with what, they, with, the, with what they have. But tell me, I mean, it sounds like everything you've been telling us and everything you've been discovering about this game, this could be the turning point to, to really take this, this match, or take this, this franchise back and really, uh, really shoot it in the arm because... It sounds like major improvements and major fixes to a lot of different issues. Are you talking about the SmackDown game? Yeah, I mean, uh, this, this year is going to be, um, be a big improvement from years past as Suicide bringing the table from, uh, from, the, from the entrance gimmick there. This is very interesting. Uh, again, this match was not even on the card, so this is a little surprise. And Suicide, I guess he can't see through the mask because he can't even set the table up. Just take the fucking thing off this guy. Let it be Kaz. This is ridiculous. It's gone on way too long. As he lifts the Pope on his shoulders. And looked like he was going to attempt to roll, but uh, the Pope would have none of that. And he's got him back up like he's going to try this uh, suicide solution possibly. Again, he rolls him up on the ramp. But no, guys, like I was saying, I think EA does make shitty games, too. I was just saying I want EA to get the TNA license so all the little smart marks in the fucking forum boards will shut the hell up about how EA can make a great game for wrestling. Because, yes, you're absolutely right. The WCW games that were made were by EA. And they were the shits. So you completely have my agreement on that, and that's exactly what I was shooting for, just to clarify. Yeah, I think they have to... T- if TNA, no matter what company they go with, 
they have to get away from the whole uh, major storyline angle where you play as suicide no matter what. It's got to be a similar style to any other wrestling game where you can create your own character or just you can be a you can be a fan. Look, suicide is going to climb the uh, the top of the the entrance ramp gimmick. And looks like he's going to do some type of move as uh, the Pope is laying prone on the table. Or, of course, you can play as any wrestler you want. Suicide climbs up the entrance gimmick. Seems a little tired at that point. And, oh, misses. The double leg drop misses as De Niro gets out of the way. And Suicide goes through the table all by himself. You know, Santa Loco made a point in the chat room. He says, uh, J.J., what about Rockstar? Making the game. The Pope rolls over on top of Suicide and gets the win. So the winner of this match that was not announced previous, the Pope, Angelo De Niro, over Suicide. So that's twice this week he's two, beaten. Yeah, two to nothing in that series. He's beaten Suicide. But uh, like I was saying, Santa Loco made the point, Rockstar Games should do a wrestling game. Yeah, they could call it Grand Theft Wrestler or something. And, you know, you could leave the arena and steal a car. You know, and go on missions and kill people. Like that'd be just that'd be the shit, Santo. That'd be awesome. What's what's I'd the, mark? What's the game coming out for GTA? The Ballad of Gay Tony, I think that's uh, yeah, it's three it's, or four weeks. No, no, it's downloadable content. Oh, okay. Grand Theft Auto Four came out last year, and they've had um, one DLC episode since then. It was called The Lost and the Damned, and uh, making its debut will be the final downloadable content for Grand Theft Auto, I do believe, and it's going to be called The Ballad of Gay Tony. And the trailer looked really good. Yeah, actually it does. I haven't seen the ad in, in probably over a week now, and I saw it like ten times a day a couple weeks ago. And it looks like, I know you're probably not familiar with what I'm about to talk about, but uh, you probably never played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I've, I've, I've seen people play the most recent game, but not uh, not that one, no. Well, Grand Theft Auto oh, San yeah. Andreas... Vice City or whatever. Or Vice City was a good one, too. Yeah. San Andreas had some features that were really cool. Like, you could uh, you could steal planes and ride around in them. You, could, you had a parachute and a jetpack. So you could jump... You could go, like, on top of buildings and parachute off the buildings. Oh, wow. And it looks like in the trailer for The Ballad of Gay Tony, it looks like you have that option back, as I did see a scene where the guy did parachute off a building. So... If that is going to be the case, I'll probably definitely pick up The Ballad of Gay Tony just to see how it plays. But uh, I love the Grand Theft Auto games, and I do log a lot of time online just fucking people up. Yeah, Liberty City is what I'm thinking of. I mean, the, my favorite part of those GTA games is where guy, where like ten guys will just join a, join a mini-game and uh, just try to kill each other and run each other over with cars and shoot each other with guns and... It's just hilarious. Well, it's really it's that that's probably a, a, as good a part of the game as as the storyline mode. Well, exactly. the The online features are great. I mean, like I said, I I spend a lot of time going online, just in different various rooms and playing the different episodes, uh, in the DLC you know games. So definitely cool. Grand Theft Auto Four Battle of Gay Tony coming out should be very cool. But uh, I don't know, Santo Rockstar making a wrestling game. I just I don't know. I don't think that's going to work out. We got the Diener and ODB coming up here at uh, TNA No Surrender for the Knockout Championship. But yeah, we're going to have to uh, 
keep talking about Jim Cornette versus Ed Ferrara. And uh, Cornette's going to have a lot to say tomorrow, I think. Check check that out. And here's a guy we haven't heard from in a while. Yep. You hear the music? It means it's time for a break. We'll be right back right here on Sunday Night Showdown with continuing pay-per-view coverage of No Surrender as the Diener makes his way down to the ring. We'll be right back.
2014. A TNA game? You want some of this? Bring it. It's the king of the mountain like you've never seen him before. Well, I'd like to say for a good DVD soundbite, I'm a thrill seeker, but that's not true. A four-disc set with over 13 hours of never-before-seen interviews, classic matches, and insight into the life of the founder of TNA Wrestling. When the red light comes on, you are the character that's in your mind. TNA Home Video presents Jeff Jarrett, King of the Mountain. Available now on DVD. And we are back live right here on Sunday Night Showdown, bringing you the matchups. Right now, Cody Diener and ODB as she jumps off the top and goes for the pin. But Cody Diener gets out at 2 and 7 eighths. So far, a very physical matchup between uh, the Diener and ODB. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the impact theme that I prefer, actually, to the one that they have now, that's for sure. As Cody Diener has his leg on the on the rope but it doesn't seem to matter if you're just joining us we'll tell you exactly what has happened so far we've actually had four com excuse me four completed matches here in only uh 70 minutes that we've been on the air so far taylor and sarita over the beautiful people to become the the new knockout champions hernandez over eric young joe made chris daniels submit as the referee gets involved with cody diener two and a half and she almost gets the pin as Cody Diener got into an argument there with the referee and pushed the referee. The referee pushed Cody Diener uh, into ODB, who tried to make the quick pin. I got to believe that tonight the Knockouts Championship goes back to ODB and they get rid of Cody Diener in this capacity and maybe just make him a part of the actual roster, not wrestling the Knockouts. I think that the comedy spot has outlived its purpose at this point. The referee kicks the... The fists away as, as he was holding onto the ropes to not get turned around. The referee kicks him away. Another two and a half count. And the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, a.k.a. Elijah Burke, defeats Suicide in a very good uh, Falls Count Anywhere match that was not originally promoted. And as if you're watching the pay-per-view along with us, you just saw that green flash of light again, which tends to tell me, Jeff, that it's just a technical issue and that uh, we'll give credit where credit's deserved, where, uh, where De Niro and Suicide had... That action outside of the, of the impact zone. Well, you know, I, in, in, I, I got to in real time. I got to thinking about it really, and if it was pre-taped, they would have um, obviously they would have uh, fixed. I thought Cody Diener actually won the match there for a second. I thought they would have fixed that little flub with Angelo De Niro not being able to uh, reverse the cart. So, yeah, I think there is obvious think distortion in the picture tonight. I think they're having bad weather 
in the Orlando area, and I think it's causing heck with their pay-per-view feed. Okay, I will mention one thing to Dazzling Kilman. I think J.J. was, was saying that the match sucks simply because they decided to pre-tape it, but I think we've figured out now with a TKO by ODB for the 1-2-3. So I am 3-for-3. Three three. In pre-scheduled matches, yeah. Yes, 3-for-3. Three three. Uh, but I, I think the, the idea of it pre-taping when it actually wasn't being pre-taped is the reason why, but yeah, no, those guys busted their asses, so they deserve a lot of credit. Okay, so you've so we've had four matches so far that that counted towards the the the, the sign up. So you, so you had ODB winning. I did. You had Joe winning. <coughs> I did. So okay, I'm four and zero then. Okay, Taylor and Sarita winning, and you had Hernandez winning. So so far I, I'm perfect. sweeping. I'm you're, perfect you're so perfect far. Perfect so far. Yeah. So we've had five matches then, haven't we? Well, four that were pre-scheduled for your contest. Okay. Gotcha. I, I'm just. I, I still say that uh, that De Niro and Suicide was the shits. I was just saying it was good that they they obviously weren't editing that match that wasn't uh, pre-taped. That's all I'm saying as far as that was concerned. But yeah, it. Uh, an, another interview live right after the matches end. Not a bad idea, actually. But good for ODB. It's about time she got this title. I've been waiting a while for her to. To wear that knockouts, the knocked up division champion. That's what she calls it, the knocked up title. Well, yeah, and I mean, now the question is, I mean, Angelina Love is gone now. D- does that mean Awesome Kong and uh, and Tara get the next opportunity, or will they face each other in a grudge match at Bound for Glory? We'll have to wait and see. I have a feeling TNA might make might make this show three and a half hours, like WrestleMania is four hours for T- for WWE. Maybe they may, they may not. We'll have to wait and see. But come on for Bound for Glory. Yeah, but I'll be very interested to see what the uh, the crowd numbers are like in Los Angeles. As we're going to cut to uh, live backstage with Kurt Angle and Jeremy Borash. That TNA World Heavyweight Championship, in fact, we're in the legendary icon Sting and a renewed and reinvigorated AJ Styles. Kurt Angle, have you bitten off more than you can chew tonight? JB. If that were even the case, do you think I'd admit it? Listen, Matt Morgan is everything that he says he is. He's big, he's bad, and he's brainless. You see, I don't care how big you are or how big your biceps are. If height and body mass were true signs of a champion, then Matt Morgan would be the champion, not Kurt Angle. You see, the difference between me and Matt is what's in here and what's in here. You see, Matt Morgan... I could have made you into a somebody, but you didn't want my help. Now, you're just going to end up another statistic that will never live up to his potential. As far as you, AJ, and you, Sting, hey, I love a fairy tale just like any other guy. As a matter of fact, I read them to my kids at home every night. But I guarantee you this, tonight will not have a happy ending, because tonight will be real. It's going to be damn real. Kind of playing off the whole idea where uh, where Matt Morgan w- wanted the help of Kurt Angle to, to join the main event mafia, where the condition was, help me help you, but you have to help me first, where you, Matt Morgan, have to help me, Kurt Angle, hang on to the championship. That's where everything sort of broke down. Similar to, of course, when... When Evolution shut down because Randy Orton refused to hand over the championship 
to Triple H. So it's a, a, a similar idea. Is it just me? Or, Dave, do you think that Kurt Angle's probably lost about 10 pounds since last week? Since last week? Since Thursday when they taped the shows two and a half weeks ago? Uh, he looks I, small, man. Like, well, I mean, more anorexic than usual. Slightly anorexic is the first thing I thought of. Kind of, I mean, it, it, I'm not sure how you specifically lose fat in certain areas of your body, but uh, but no, he seems a lot uh, from the from the neck up. He seems a lot uh, more disheveled and like you said. But we'll have to see him in his uh, singlet before we get a, a, a real answer. Well, don't get me wrong. I I am still a fan of Kurt Angle. I've liked Kurt Angle. Ever since he debuted in 1999, I, I love to hate Kurt Angle back in his debut when he was being promoted as the uh, most celebrated real athlete in professional wrestling. I mean, I thought that was a great way to promote him and to get him instant heat with all of the wrestling fans and all of the wrestlers you know, by saying that he was a real athlete and they were not. And I've always been a big fan of Kurt Angle. Um, granted... He's not the same Kurt Angle that we knew and loved in the WWE. He's much smaller. Now, granted, I have seen him do some incredible things in TNA. Some of the, the, the flips he's done in matches with AJ Styles off the ramp. And some right. of the stuff he... I mean, he's still a technical dynamo. But I just got to wonder, you know, what's going on with Kurt Angle? I mean, he looks sick every time I see him. Well, who knows? I mean... I know that uh, mental stress can affect the body very, very much, and obviously this whole thing with Rocket Khan has been a huge stress. Not only the uh, Jeff Jarrett Karen Angle issue, but this Rocket Khan Jeff uh, Kurt Angle issue that's now finally completed, and Kurt Angle can start looking forward, which I think for him as a, a human being is a is a huge positive, and. Uh, if you haven't heard, all the charges were dropped. There's still, there's still the uh, possession charges that may still be uh, prosecuted. But all the, uh, all the the issues against Kurt Angle on behalf of Rockacon, like the stalking issues and stuff, they were all dropped here about two to three weeks ago. So, like I said, now he has the opportunity to look forward. But we'll get a true story once uh, he comes out to wrestle. I want to address a couple things I'm seeing in the chat room. Um, I'm going to agree with some of the points that, that were being made. I think Nash will win this. That was my pick. Um, Crelly says he'll turn for Foley with a question mark. Um, absolutely. After the segment that we saw tonight, the promo with Mick Foley, I can almost guarantee you that with everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks, we've seen Abyss try to get buddy-buddy with Mick Foley and, of course, destroying the, the, uh, the picture of him and Jeremy Borash would be a great way to really show his jealousy, so I think that it's a good it's a it's a good idea if Mick Foley does turn on uh, on Abyss tonight and helps Nash retain this title. That way, they can set up for a Bound for Glory match between Abyss and Mick Foley at Bound for Glory, which I think is the goal overall. So I think that's an excellent point, and you might actually be right on that, Crelly. So we'll have to see what happens. But uh, a good synopsis. Very good idea. Uh, also, Latino718 says, What do I think about Kennedy and Umaga in SmackDown vs. Raw 2010 and Tyson Kidd and D.H. Smith not in the game? Well, for starters, we know Natty's in the game. And I'm willing to bet you 
that despite the fact that Kennedy and Umaga and JBL are still in the game, there are unlockables in this game. And it makes perfect sense to me that D.H. Smith and Tyson Kidd will be unlockables probably from the Road to WrestleMania mode that they have. Um, they were a part of the THQ weekend where they unveiled the game. And so far, all of the superstars that I have seen that were in attendance at that conference when they un when they unleashed the uh, the media blitz that was SmackDown vs. Raw 2010, uh, the Hart Dynasty was there. Natalia was there. Uh, DH and Tyson Kidd were there. So was R-Truth, Kofi Kingston, uh, a lot of guys that are in the game. So I'm willing to bet you that regardless of the fact they're not on the official roster, I think we're going to see them in some capacity, whether it's DLC or as an unlockable. So yeah, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, Corelli uh, saying WWE said there'd be 60 wrestlers, only 49 have been announced. But yeah, DLC very, very likely. It'll maybe give them an idea as to how many people actually want to play with D.H. Smith and, and Tyson Kidd. And I think it was just purely a time limit. It was basically, KWE, tell us what your roster was as of, let's say, February 15th, and we're going to book that, that group. Actually, if somebody could go, uh, I might do this here in a second myself, but I think if you go to the achievements on uh, Xbox.com for upcoming games, I think there is an achievement list already out for SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that one of the achievements is to uh, to win like the Brand Warfare Road to WrestleMania. And I think that's the one where you are able to unlock the Hart Dynasty. So if anybody wants to check that out, that's fine. I may do that on our next commercial break. And if I find anything, I'll let you know. But uh, I'll definitely keep in touch on the SmackDown vs. Raw is... I'm looking, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks to booking an interview with Brian Williams of THQ so I can personally ask him some questions. I did hear some rumors. There was a, a magazine that came out of the U.K. called uh, Games Masters, and the article that I had read, or the blurb from the article that I read, was that the Royal Rumble mode this year has been tweaked. There would be three uh, hot spots where you could eliminate people, and in order to eliminate someone, you had to have a finisher built up. And if you had a finisher, you could reverse somebody throwing you out. So it seems like they may have done some revisions to the Royal Rumble this year. Once I learn more, I'll definitely brief you guys on it. But that's the rumors that I'm hearing at this point. Is it still just going to be six men maximum in the ring at any particular moment? Yes. I can only have six men, which is funny because I did a, a review not too long ago on Plugged In for... Um, you know, I, I do this wrestle uh, wrestling retro video game thing on Plugged In. Yeah. And uh, I covered the Dreamcast, you know, basically because it was the 10-year anniversary of the Dreamcast. And I wanted to do a wrestling game for the Dreamcast. So I pulled out the Royal Rumble for the Dreamcast. And that that game was innovative because, at, at you know, 10 years ago, we had a game where we could, where we could basically have nine people on screen at the same time. So oh, okay. So, so what, Xbox 360s have the ability to have, what, four controllers? So really, four of the six guys could be, uh, could be human players playing against each other. I'm sorry, say that again. An Xbox 360 and a PlayStation have room for how many controllers? Four? Yes. So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You and three of your friends playing <coughs> in a Royal Rumble mode, where uh, you either team up against each other, uh, team up 
with each other to defeat all the computerized opponents, or uh, you, <laughs> you face each other and beat the hell out of each other and hope that that, that random number, 1 to 30, goes in your favor. Yeah, I mean, it can work out that way. Now, I know I mentioned this the other day. I, I fully plan on utilizing SmackDown versus Raw 2010 for the EFED uh, when it comes out October 20th. So the pay-per-view in November that we're going to debut, of course, will be the Survivor Series. And we will be using 2010 for that event. Uh, one of the things that I want to pass on to people is we will be doing a Royal Rumble pay-per-view in January. And I will be actually simming the Royal Rumble match. I will not predetermine a winner for that match. So we will pick 30 people on the roster to put in the Rumble. We'll probably have Rumble qualifying matches maybe leading up to that. Yep, exactly. Once the uh, Cyberstar show starts up in December. But uh, once that does happen, it will be a simmed match. And whoever wins the Rumble wins the Rumble, and they get the title shot at Mania. That's just the way it's going to be. Exactly. WrestleView Mania. But, uh, you know, another mention, no Zack Ryder, the, the the possible future ECW champion coming up in about 48 hours. You know what? Everybody's, ah, ga 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 Zack Ryder. Okay. Zack Ryder's okay. I wouldn't consider him this phenomenal talent. His music is more over than he is. The reason people <laughs> want Zack Ryder in the game is so they can have O-Radio. But hey, tell me everything need, you know. You don't need Zack Ryder in the game for that theme because you can still play your own custom soundtracks in the game. So there you go. Well, when Zack Clark, I was editing all the video for Zack Clark and I had that music playing over and over and over again. It just it it took me about 2 days to get it out of my head as Daphne with a stun gun is ready to uh to get involved in this contest against Abyss by Black Hole, Hole Slam. With authority, as it looks like he might just take the taser. Could be interesting. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, oh, we were talking about Zach Clark, or, uh, excuse me, Zach Ryder. The thing about Zach Ryder, okay, he'll be a part of the game, but I guarantee you he'll be DLC. Like, let's look at SmackDown vs. Raw 2009. They came out with DLC that consisted of Charlie Haas, Evan Bourne, and Super Crazy. And then they had the Legends Pack with Vader and Doink the Clown and the Bushwhackers and Earthquake. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that they will come out with a DLC pack for Zack Ryder. I mean, hey, what's better than having a game where you have established superstars and then, you know, three or four months down the road, you charge for... It, you know, other wrestlers to come out. I think it's brilliant. It's a great marketing ploy for THQ, and I think Zack Ryder, regardless, will be in the game. Whether people make him, whether he's downloadable content, some way or another, the people will will speak their mind, and Zack Ryder will be a part of SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Let me let me ask you something. Somebody mentioned that uh, earlier that about possibly importing wrestlers from a previous game. Now, you were saying that you have room for up to 50 creator wrestlers. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, they've upped the uh, the creative superstar slots from 30 to 50 this year. Okay, so then uh, if you were to input guys from other games, like the Legends or just other wrestlers, like if you really wanted to play a Sean Stasiak from 2004, just year after year after year, would that take up your, your 50 spots? If you make somebody? No, 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 but if, if you import something from other games, is that one of your 50 spots? Well, to my knowledge, you can't import anything from Legends of WrestleMania. What which, about previous 
SmackDown versus you, Raw. Game. You can't. You, the, okay, there is no oh, compatibility. Okay. Like 2009 stands alone. You cannot transfer your character from 2009 to 2010 or anybody on that roster. The only time this has ever been made available was when Legends of WrestleMania came out uh, this past what March or April when it hit stores. And the way they they had that plan. Oh God! Look at the smoke from that stun gun. Stone gun to the nether regions by Kevin Nash. His nuts are smoking. Abyss was distracted trying to get the barbed wire bat from Mick Foley, and Kevin Nash is now fifty thousand dollars richer. And I'm five and zero, baby. I've got a clean sweep. I'm liking my record tonight. I am liking <laughs> my record. But no, the only time they've ever had an import feature was in uh, Legends of WrestleMania, where you could actually import the roster from SmackDown versus Raw 2009 into the uh, the Legends of WrestleMania game. Stephen Richards, Doctor Stevie, is in the ring complaining with Kevin Nash that he is not going to give him the fifty thousand dollars. He said, "You got to end his career, not just win the match." Oh, and he just gives a nice knee. Right there to Dr. Stevie, and he sets up for the jackknife powerbomb, and Dr. Stevie is down. And Nash is going to walk away with that big bag of money and the Legends Championship. Very cool. I am digging my picks for this pay-per-view. Okay, so what do you have for the last three? Uh, what are the last three? Run them down for me, Dave. Well, you got the, the tag match. Or excuse me, the uh, the... You've got the four-way uh, cage match, 3D, British Invasion, Steiner and Booker, and Beer Money. Uh, that, that'll be my first loss of the night. I think I, I chose uh, Steiner and, uh, and Booker. And speaking of Steiner and Booker, let's play what they have to say. Gentlemen, a lot of people backstage a little skeptical about this lethal lockdown matchup coming up, saying that... You guys might indeed be the underdogs because you're not getting along with the British invasion. A little problem with the Brits. You look like I'm worried about what you're saying or anybody else is saying. I got all my balls in the hole. Are you kidding me? As far as us liking the British invasion, the question is no. We don't like British people. We don't like Canadians. Matter of fact, we don't like any foreigners. You say as long as you don't speak our language, get the hell out of our country. Matter of fact, we leave our life and go over there. You tell Doug, Dan, Don, whatever, and British, Buddhist, whatever, <laughs> tell them they stay out of our way. They get in our way, they're going to get some too. <laughs> you know, we don't even know why we're in the ring with these guys, man. They can't even wear our jock strap, if you know what I mean. You look at Scotty, you look at me, we are tag team royalty. Steiner Brothers been all the way to the top. Hold up, heat. Been all the way to the top. Where these bumps been? Huh? Where they been? Nowhere. Let me tell you something. Tonight, they're looking at the best. Yeah? They're looking at the best. The tag team champions right here. And they want to lock us in a cage. A cage with weapons that we could use. I tell you what. We'll beat their punk asses from here to next week. If you know what I'm saying. I can't you dig that. I dare. Can you dig that? <laughs> Because they're fat. They're fat sons of bitches. And they, they're foreigners. So, fuck them. Wow, such language. Such language. I gotta say, I... 
I love Scott Steiner on a microphone. The fact that he hates Crelly, the fact that he hates you, Dave. I mean, he hates Canadians, he hates British people, he hates everybody that's not from his country that can't speak English. Although, technically, don't the English speak English? Yes. Okay, I'm just, just you know, for shits and giggles there. <laughs> yes, Scott is ratings. That's, there's no question and, and about yes, that. And yes, I am thankfully American. <laughs> so Scott Steiner does like me. I was going to say, you've been converted. It's been, what, three and a half years. You're, you, you've been converted, I think. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, the four-way dance, you've got AJ, don't you? For the world title? I do have AJ for the world title, yes. Oh, okay. And let's see what else. Oh, yeah, Lashley and Rhino. That'll be uh, the semi-main event, no less. But, uh, yeah, obviously this is the point where they're constructing the cage. But, yeah, you have, well, you'll be six and you'll have at least six. You may get seven, you may get eight. I'm not sure here. We'll have to wait and see. But, I mean, Steiner and Booker holding the championship belts is not completely out of uh, out of the uh, out of the realm of possibility. I don't even think the belts are on the line from what, everything I've heard. I may be completely wrong, but that's what it appears to be to me. Well, with that being said, I think I'm going to uh, set us up for a quick commercial break while they're setting up the cage as we're going with our two matches commercial break blah, 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 that we always do here on Sunday Night Showdown. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget, we're back in just two weeks' time for Hell in a Cell. This one's for Santo. On behalf of WWE. And uh, we got a lot of pay-per-views coming up in the next uh, in the next few weeks. We'll be right back after this, right here on Sunday Night Showdown.
Cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis.
separated Like the latest fashion Like a spreading disease The kids are strapping on the way to their classrooms Getting weapons with the greatest of ease The gangs stake out their own campus locale And if they catch you slipping, then it's all over, pal If one guy's colors and the others don't mix They're gonna bash it up, bash it up, bash it up, bash it up Hey, man, you're talking back to me Take them out, you gotta keep them separated Hey, man, you're disrespecting me Take them out, you gotta keep them separated Hey, they don't pay no mind If you're under 18, you won't be doing any time are back right here on Sunday Night Showdown as the uh, the cage match has already started. The lethal lockdown match that I don't even know why we're having this match, quite frankly, as the British Invasion, both members, are taking it to James Storm. One of the British Invasion just made his way down. Was that Brutus Magnus that just made his, yeah, his now, appearance? Now, once again, if you were watching Impact on Thursday, the team of Brutus Magnus and I believe... Scott Steiner won that tag match so that they would have the advantage at the end of the match. Which would tend to tell me that either one member of British Invasion or one member of Steiner Booker would come out 7th and the remainder would come out 8th to have the advantage. But what do we have? We have the British Invasion, both members, out here as the 2nd and 3rd. 
first and third members of the contest, meaning that there was absolutely no advantage whatsoever. If you're going to give someone an advantage, you say the team who makes the pin, the man who makes the pin, gets the advantage, but not in this case. This is basically a war games match with four pairs rather than two groups of four. The first two guys, Williams and Storm, started us off for the first five minutes. Now every two minutes, someone else is joining the group, but it's four pairs. It's not two foursomes against each other. So once again, this just completely falls apart on the stipulations announced previously on television. And let me just say this. Bobby Roode could be this company's Hulk Hogan. I mean, did you see how much, how easily he tore the shirt right off? I yeah. mean, better than Hulk Hogan could ever do. So yeah. there you go, TNA. There's a booking tidbit for you. Yeah, but Steiner doesn't like Canadians, so that might hinder uh, Bobby Roode's ability to get over. Yeah, he doesn't like anybody. Well, that's true. He's a fat son of a bitch! I guess he only likes skinny Americans, because he doesn't like foreigners and he doesn't like fat people. I'll tell you what, if you took all the steroids out of Scott Steiner, he'd be fat. Yeah. you got to love the Stacker 2 six-hour power extreme energy shot ad right on the uh, the floor of the on the canvas of, uh, of the ring here in, uh, in Orlando. Uh, you course, know what? I mean, I if UFC can get away with, with sponsors, then why the hell not TNA? Well, and that's just the thing. If you look back at WWE, they used to have Stacker 2 as a uh, sponsor as well. And I'm starting to think maybe it's some kind of contract they have with Spike TV. Because Stacker 2, that was one of the prominent things that they they really focused on uh, putting over in the WWE when they were with Spike Television, was the Stacker 2 product. So it's got to be some kind of deal they have with, uh, with Spike TV. Just, you know, my, my thought, my opinion on that. As a member of the Main Event Mafia, I hear the music in the background, and it's Scotty Steiner. Doing a little uh, little jog down to the ring. And don't forget, just like Lethal Lockdown, the match cannot end until all eight members are, are of the contest are inside the ring and the, uh, the top lowers where all the weapons are available to anyone who wants to use them with some big uh, soup belly-to-bellies by Scott Steiner on beer, money, Robert Roode and James Storm. Yeah, people know who they are. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know. Well, is Ken Anderson showing up tonight or or what? And what the fuck would he do? Interfere in the main event? He'd walk down to the ring and pull a hamstring and be out for six months. <laughs> no, he's not coming down tonight. I mean, did you not see his last video? He made a hamburger and, and pulled his hamstring yeah, when exactly. he took a bite of it. So, I mean, do you, do you honestly think that Ken Anderson is going to make or break this pay-per-view? Maybe for next month he'll show up, but... I just don't know what Mr. Kennedy or Mr. Anderson has can really deliver to TNA. I think as an in-ring athlete, it's a mistake. If you put him as a backstage interviewer or a broadcast colleague, I think he'd be great. I think WWE should have uh, should have paid more attention to that and had him go over to SmackDown and, and done commentary with uh, with Jim Ross rather than just release him all the way out. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he wouldn't want to put up with Vince McMahon constantly being in his ear either. So, But, I don't know. It, when you talk about guys injuring themselves very quickly, I, uh, I caught a shoot interview from about two or three years ago with Kevin Nash where he mentioned that the only time he's taken roids in about the last five years since before Oz was uh, 
to recover from an injury, and basically he went off the off the the, the roids cold turkey, which is and then like two days later, that's when he ripped his quad. So he said that what he should have done was just gradually diminished and weaned himself off of it rather than just stopping cold turkey because it just threw a shock into his system. Well, uh, that's a very good point. I just think that, you know, steroids, whether you use them or not, I mean, whether you stop using them cold turkey or whether you wean yourself off of them, you're still more injury prone when you're on the juice as opposed to when you're not because of what it does to your muscles. So take that for what it's worth. I I mean, I think a lot of people are going to make that that argument is that... uh, they're using it more for recovery than they are for for genuine bulk up and genuine wellness. Like Mysterio, he said, I was trying to rehab my knee, and that's what I was using it for, and I had a prescription. But once again, prescriptions, uh, that he couldn't produce the prescription within the time limit, so 30 days is his step one suspension. But Dave, that was a bullshit excuse. He said that to make himself look good in light of the Mexican fan base. That's not the case. Oh, I'm just telling you what I heard. I I haven't heard any follow-up. No, they they talked about this. That's why WWE was so pissed at him for making those statements when he was the one at fault for, you know, testing positive for the the steroids. Yeah, because you did an interview in Mexico or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's not even an issue. It's not has nothing to do with prescribing or showing that you had a subscription within a time limit. It was the fact that he got caught with it and he told the Mexican press that he was not at fault, and that's why he was in such hot water with WWE. And that's why when he comes back, I don't think he's going to be anything more than a glorified jobber on the SmackDown brand. I'd be surprised if Rey Mysterio has another year with that company. Well, we'll have to see what happens with that as we're going to have Booker T join the party and then Bubba Ray will join up here in about two minutes' time. Bubba Ray. So you looking forward to Cedric the Entertainer tomorrow night? You know what? I actually am. And But you know what I'm looking forward to more than that? I'm actually looking forward to catching Monday Night Raw tomorrow because I like Cedric the Entertainer, but... It's in my hometown of Little Rock, Arkansas. So tonight, I will most definitely be watching Raw, just so I can see exactly who's there. Because i got a lot of friends still there that love to go see wrestling when it does come to town, which is not very often. So, uh, yeah, it should be a very interesting show tomorrow night. I think Cedric will do fine. And, of course, the week after that, we're going to have the Reverend Al Sharpton. So, expect... Some type of unified tag team title defense where possibly Crime Time could get another shot. And hell, we can mix it up. You can have Crime Time and MVP and Mark Henry. So you're almost guaranteed to have African-American unified tag champs by the by the end of next Monday night. Yeah, you could bring in Crime Time. You could bring in uh, uh, MVP and, and Mark Henry. You could bring in uh, R-Truth and uh, somebody else. They could be a four-way dance for the tag team titles. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. As uh, James Storr has been cut open and Scott Steiner is uh, exiting the cage, I don't think that's the idea here, guys. You know, just looking over the chat room, uh, I wanted to tell you guys that are in the E-Fed, you may as well get lots of rest tonight, and I hope that you uh, have not been uh, injecting yourself with uh, with steroids 
We're smoking the wacky weed because tomorrow morning you guys are all subject to a wellness test. And I will be delivering the results on Tuesday on Plugged In on the WrestleView Radio Network. And if you fail the test, you will be, in fact, suspended. So I wish you all luck in your test tomorrow. And we'll see what happens on Tuesday for Plugged In. But, uh, guys, very interesting uh, circumstance has, has risen its ugly head. <laughs> and uh, I have to play a little sound clip just to get everything all the way it needs to be. Well, Rob Terry has walked down to the ring here as uh, he's trying to get involved. Uh, TNA has provided more outside interference for cage matches than anyone, any other company I've ever seen. As as He's talking to the guy who can uh, raise and lower the, the top of the cage to try to get it done even quicker or not get it done at all because after the eighth man in enters this is normally the the time that this that this is ex that this is supposed to happen but we uh, continue here for those of us who may just be joining us tonight we'll just quickly go over the over the results of the pay-per-view here TNA no surrender a pretty entertaining show overall i mean the uh, i think you can tell a lot from the Orlando crowd about who's over and who's not uh, Taylor and Sarita win the uh, Tag Team Knockout Championship over the Beautiful People. Hernandez over Eric Young in about a minute and a half. Joe makes Christopher Daniels submit. The Pope, D'Angelo De Niro over Suicide in a false Count Anywhere match. ODB claims her Knockout Championship singles title over Cody Diener. And Kevin Nash has defeated Abyss. And, of course, we have this match and two more to come here on No Surrender 2009 on behalf of TNA Wrestling. And don't forget we have just in two weeks Hell in a Cell on behalf of WWE with Orton Cena 3 and uh, Legacy versus DX3. Uh-oh, I think something might be, m might be happening here. What the fuck is going on? I have no idea. Are you kidding me? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Ladies and gentlemen, we're being joined by somebody here. Listen here, you ingrate. You want to be, you never were, you never was, you never will be. Is that the kind of introduction you give the shark back here Finally, on Sunday Night Showdown, is that it? Is that all I get? Did you or did you not get entrance music? I heard the the sharks circling, rounding up in the shark tank a little bit. Thank you for the uh, the overproduction of that in the introduction of Mark the Shark to Carlo on Sunday Night Showdown tonight. Very good. Very good. I way more above and beyond the call of duty than I would normally expect out of the production team headed up by you, Mr. Jackson, here on Sunday Night Showdown. Thank you for that. Yeah, it'll never happen again, just so you know. I, I'm I sure just want to make you feel and special. It, and if it ever would, I think that you were up to something, would need, it, would need something, cash, financial backing, uh, women. Oh, pardon me. You're, you're married now. You don't need that anymore. Um, but... Uh, I'd like to say it's great to be back with the both of you, all three of you. 
uh, here on Sunday Night Showdown. Um, Harmony, Double J, um, what's his name tonight? Dave. Pardon me? I, the legend known as Quit stuttering, ID. quit stuttering. We all know he's Internet Dave. Grandmaster ID. P, P. Dave. P. Dave. And, and anyways, um, so Dave, Internet Dave, I, I understand from yes. your uh, rundown that uh, tonight's No Surrender uh, pay-per-view offering from TNA it has been pretty entertaining. Uh, not bad. I mean, like I said, De Niro and, and Suicide did a lot more than we ever could have expected, especially on a non-scheduled match. And Nash and Abyss was, was decent. Uh, Taylor Wilde and Sarita over the Beautiful People was pretty good for an opener. Hernandez, like I said, beat Eric Young in about a minute. And uh, Joe and Daniels was not to their caliber of three or four years ago, but still a very good starting point. And I am 5-0 and oh right now. What? Yes. Unbelievable, considering your, uh, your prognostication uh, prediction uh, ratio lately has been, well, honestly, not very good. We just saw one hell of a tandem move on top of this, uh, this cage-like structure. Beer Money with a back suplex to, I believe, Brutus Magnus. Wow. As they're setting up for something else. Very good match so far, although it's just too hard to call. There's too much going on. At any given moment, as the 3D is administered wow. very poorly to Scott Steiner. Did he even catch it? Who hates English people and Canadians, And by the foreigners. Way. Anyone who doesn't speak English, he hates. There you go. He speaks English? Not very good, but he no. does. Yeah, his, his own version of it. You know, somebody once said that TNA wrestling is kind of like the the... Senior PGA circuit. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got you your you got your you got your mainstream PGA golf, and then you got your senior PGA, and and uh, I would I would I'm down with that assimilation. You yeah, I, w- I would agree. Uh, J- Double J, did you hear this week the, the rumors running around the internet with respect to our producer here on Sunday Night Show? Did you hear about it? I did not. Have you felt it? Have you heard about it? The, the speculation is that in fact. Um, after the the after you, um, well, and we'll, we'll get to that story in a second. But uh, Double J, the end of the match. Uh, Beer Money has won this match, so this is the only match that I have lost so far tonight. Which is I knew I would. Perfect record fine. is done. Well, um. y- you know what? Here's the story. Here, guys. All of the wrestling websites said it was it was two versus two versus two versus two. It looks like it might have been four. Against four, after all, here is Beer Money and 3D are celebrating together. And uh, my apologies for not having this right from the beginning, but everything we saw everywhere online said versus, versus, versus. So this is a not expected, not what we expected at all. And the fact that I guess the early advantage went to the uh, the British Invasion simply because they were able to uh, have that two on one, three on two advantage, where it seemed more like the advantage was going to be that they got to join the match latest at, at the last possible moment. Now, hold on a second. I, looking through the chat room, Crelly is asking, why do Americans hold down the English? Well, it's not that we hold down the English. It's that we kicked your ass in 1776 and declared our independence from the British. So fuck off, Crelly. 
And you just you guys haven't recovered from that ever since. Is Corelli the Thomas Jefferson of the chat room, or or the Winston Churchill? I guess he would be the Winston Churchill of the chat room, given the fact that he he's obviously siding with the Brits in this scenario. Oh, and then he wants to say we were late for the uh, for World War II. We were, but when we came in, we saved your ass. Well, that's that's a that that's a known fact that that without the states, Britain would actually be part of Germany. The Canadians win that war? Allegedly. Let me just put it to you this way. If it wasn't for the United States, Crelly, you'd be speaking German. End of story. Anyways, back to the uh, rampant Internet speculation that, in fact, one Internet Dave has been implied as a co-conspirator right now at the Fayetteville Police Department in the whole Jeff Hardy scenario. Did you hear that, Double J? I did not. Yeah, well, you know, um, just this morning, um, an ESPN radio report out of Fayetteville uh, confirmed to Mark the Shark DiCarlo that, in fact, the Fayetteville Police Department is also investigating Internet Dave as the out-of-country connection with the distribution ring of the Vicodin and anabolic and metabolic steroids that Jeff Hardy has been allegedly uh, procuring from a foreign um, establishment. Internet Dave, do you have anything to say on that in your defense? Or has your defense team told you not to comment as of yet? I have no comment at this time. As I see, you see, you see that, Double J? You see that? All of the, the drug use that you have been... Although you cleared me. You cleared me that last show. That in fact, your focus should have been on him. I worry about Dave sometimes, but... Uh, We've both been talking about Dave's wellness lately. I'm pretty sure he was not responsible for the drug trafficking charges against Jeff Hardy. Right. And really, are they trafficking? I mean, 226 Vicodin tablets. Jeff saying... or. His, his people are saying that, in fact, he wasn't trafficking. He just had a good, a good uh, medicine chest full of his own personal favorites. Yeah, because I think the only thing Jeff's been saying, I like trees. <laughs> I miss my dog. I know. I I didn't know. I got arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking suck. Well, you know, if you could ever imagine, what what was that harmony? I ain't dropping the snow. <laughs> I'm going to get you know, Quanton in prison. And you know what? As you're doing that, it, it, it's reminding me of, uh, like, if you if you could ever muster enough drugs together to have a cross between Jeff Hardy and Forrest Gump, that's what it would sound like. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Yeah. As we're, Anyways, having, we're having lots of feed problems tonight. I think there's a major storm in Orlando tonight. Did you guys read the widespread speculation? And I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not uh, off base with this one. No comedy behind this one. That in fact, TNA's uh, current head and a pen energy, of course, Dixie Carter, has been utilizing Taz as a uh, as a guy that she's been going to to ask his opinion about the company, about the inner workings, about the production, about the booking. Did you guys discuss that yet tonight? Who? That in. What, what are you, asleep over there? You, you, you're looking up Jeff Hardy's encyclopedia of fucking drugs? Get with the program, buddy. I miss my dog. 
Yeah. And my cat. Wow. And my trailer burned down because I was making mess. God, it's the White Tattoo Trailer Park Trash Hour here on Sunday Night Showdown, motherfuckers. Well, you are here. <laughs> hey, listen, for those of you that know me, I'm anything but White Tattoo Trailer Park Trash. Don't like country music. Don't like any of that shit. Says the guy who works at Ranchman's, the country bar. No, it, it's actually Ranchman's Cookhouse and Sports Bar. We're going to lose the whole country thing and go with... Uh, anyways, we won't even go there. Um, however, speaking of uh, steroids, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for Bobby Lashley. I think he's obviously uh, lost some lost some, uh, some muscle or some air out of his arms. Uh, since he premiered in WWE to, to today. For uh, a certain chatter in the chat room, Latino718 uh, is in fact asking about Teddy Hart's uh, update in AAA and a possible connection between AAA and uh, World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico. In fact, there has been a consummation of a deal between AAA and uh, World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico whereby uh, they're going to have a talent exchange coming up in November. About a dozen from each company will be uh, on tours of, of Puerto Rico and in Mexico. And then, in fact, there will be, I believe it's the first Sunday of December, where there will be a, and there hasn't been a name put to it yet, but there will be a AAA World Wrestling Council kind of Super Bowl Worlds Collide uh, scenario in uh, Bayman, Puerto Rico, um, where there will be an equal number of um, AAA and World Wrestling Council uh, wrestlers, sports entertainers, if you will, uh, competing for a World Cup type of championship in singles competition. And uh, I did speak with, uh, with Ted Hart on Tuesday of this week. He was in town for a couple of days and uh, uh, told me a little bit about it. And in fact... Apparently, Mr. Hart, and I use the term for Teddy loosely when I say Mr., apparently, in Florida, the second week of October, Mr. Hart will be getting a look-see at Florida Championship Wrestling, along with Jack Evans. And and I, I said, I, I asked uh, Ted, I said, is that... Is that a go? And he said, yes. He's, he's done all the uh, necessary work with uh, not only World Wrestling Entertainment, but as well, i uh, been speaking to uh, Steve Kern and Mike Graham at Florida Championship Wrestling, and uh, they wanted him to do two things, and that was make sure that he was okay with the U.S. immigration, and two, that by a certain date he would s- consent to submit to your analysis for obvious uh, uh, substance speculation, and and he said he said fine, and apparently he's already submitted to that, and he will get word back on finalization of he and Jack Evans's um, look see at Florida Championship Wrestling for November by the end of next week. Harmony is he not naturalized? Um, His dad's uh, American. Yeah, apparently it has to be updated, and he never had U.S. citizenship. Really? 
Really? Maybe yeah. the same thing as the Angelina Love scenario. Well, no, but Angelina's love's dad's not American. Yeah, no. That's true. No. So that's what I'm saying. No. It, that's the same thing as Natty and, and Harry. They have become naturalized, so they don't have to go through the work permit and the work visa and all of that stuff because um, they're basically a dual citizen. So I would have thought that Ted would have done all of that unless, years ago. Unless, well, unless BJ never kept up that. Well, his grandmother being American yeah, well, certainly must help. It, do, it, it doesn't have any bearing whatsoever. No, it's it, only it's your just, immediate, oh, your immediate parents. parents. Yeah, yes, but his, but his father is American, so. Well, we all know how good BJ is with paperwork, so maybe something got fumbled there. Possibly, but I mean, you would <laughs> yeah, think maybe. That he would want to do whatever the, he could to get him in there. So. Well, and you know, uh, I didn't get into it with him. I mean, he's been he hasn't worked very uh, very often for New Jersey. Uh, uh, pro wrestling, so I, I don't know what the reason is, but he did say that he was uh, in the process of finalizing everything, or knowing Ted like we all do, it could be just a big load of crap, and just <laughs> you know, not, not happening, but he did say that it was going to happen in November. Or, you know... It, yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Um, history tends to repeat history. Past behavior often predicts future behavior i don't know we'll see well and of course ted say ted always says that he is the past president and future of professional wrestling and and when he when he told for the women and children yes (laughs) and when he did tell me about what was going on he was not under the influence so that was a good thing yeah he sacrifices himself for our entertainment well, there there couldn't be a, a a lack of good cannabis in Mexico. You wouldn't think. Well, yeah. And then there's the you twenty. Know? Then there's the twenty minute promo he cuts in the ring about how smoking weed it's from the earth and it's natural and blah 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 blah. What about the eighteen and a half minute promo that he cut on this very well, not this very show, but a, a former incarnation of this so, show, and uh, he did it all without taking a breath, if you recall. Yes, we do. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we had we had we had a an appetizer, a a, a main course. And dessert all the time that he cut his promo. I know it was an easy show. I just like gave yeah. the microphones like talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways, um, speaking of which, this match has lasted a lot longer than I expected it to. I thought this was going to be like a five-minute uh, squash match, and believe it or not, Rhino showing some defense, a lot of good offense as Bobby Lashley is down. Good test for Bobby Lashley, and hopefully they actually do something with Rhino because he's one of the guys on the TNA roster that I think. You know, if you put him in the role and let him run with it, I think Rhino is a good talent, but he's been buried for so long for TNA. It's almost a joke that they would debut Bobby Lashley against Rhino. I really have been critical of TNA's usage of Rhino from the get-go. When he jumped ship from World Wrestling Entertainment and come on board with TNA, he was on a on a hot run in WWE. He was, you know, a, a top star on the mid card level, and uh, they certainly they they used him a little bit to to uh, initially when he came into TNA to put over their top stars. Excuse me, which was fine, but uh, boy, have they ever misused Rhino's. Uh, expertise in the ring in his career. I, I really think it's been a shame over the last few years, the, the misuse of the War Machine Rhino. And uh, uh, he's a great worker. He really is. He can go with the best of them. He can roughhouse and brawl, and he can wrestle. And uh, 
you know, somebody certainly that uh, that Bobby Lashley can work with. But if you could both, in, or all three of you, maybe enlighten me on a little bit of the whole Rhino Bobby Lashley scenario. Did Rhino attack Lashley at some point and set this match up for a pay per view? Well, they had a uh, interview segment with Dixie Carter a couple weeks back, saying that the uh, in ring debut for Bobby Lashley he would face Rhino. And, of course, then they showed a backstage segment on the next Impact where Rhino was working out, or excuse me, Lashley was working out in the back, and Rhino came up to him and started talking to him, and then he attacked him from behind. As Bobby Lashley just uh, spears the referee, Rhino hits the gore on Lashley, but there is no referee. No, a new referee has come in, and Rhino... Almost gets the three count. It's Bobby Scott, Lashley just barely getting out of that. Scott Armstrong. No, it's not. It's no, not it's Scott not Armstrong. Scott Armstrong. No, no, no. Did you catch Scott's promo on SmackDown on Friday night? Wasn't that uh, funny as shit? Uh, you know what? I actually missed that. I, I've taped SmackDown, but I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. Well, the whole scenario, of course, was was that... Excuse me. Was that, that in fact... And there's the three count. We'll get to what happened with Scott Armstrong on, and Teddy Long on SmackDown in just a little bit. So there we go. Bobby Lashley wins over Rhino. Actually, a very good match. Better than what I thought. So as of now, I am 6-1 and one in the prediction game. So I'm going to have a good record regardless. Even if I have flubbed on this main event match, I'm still going to go 6-2, and two, which is pretty good for nine matches tonight. As very they good. did throw in uh, a match between the Pope, Angelo De Niro, or D'Angelo D'Angelo De Niro, ah. and Suicide, or as he calls him, Suicide. And uh, Angelo D'Angelo De Niro went over. So. And D'Angelo De Niro is actually Elijah Burke. Right. Okay. And uh, Rhino uh, Rhino cut the hard way. Uh, not looking very good. But uh, you know, short match, not too bad. I just want to make reference to uh, Scott Armstrong's segment on on SmackDown. Of course, the whole scenario was that uh, Mr. McMahon wanted. Teddy Long to put over the fact that it was he and not Mr. McMahon that was the impetus behind uh, the Montreal Screwjob with Scott Armstrong uh, saying that The Undertaker gave up when in fact he didn't and uh, uh, Scott gave the whole it's I did what I was told for my wife and children and basically Teddy Long said the same and it was monotonous and nauseating and aggravating and you know you didn't miss much. You know, Shark, I, I just have to make reference to the fact that uh, we have a certain gentleman in our chat room that is just dying for your attention, <laughs> and he wants you to put him over like a million bucks. The Mexican New Jack. And you oh. know who he is. And he would be? He would be the new WVCW world champion. He won the belt. Well, you were there. You called the match. Yes, he did. In in fine fashion. Unbelievable. In the Elimination Chamber. El Santo Loco. The but greatest that, of all the times. That's not his normal introduction. Do, do you have that music, Andy? I, I, I don't. I think you were wanting me to... Uh, yes. To, to, I'm not doing that right now. You're not doing that I'm right now? I'm not doing that right now. What's up with that? That's his normal intro. Que pasa? There you go. Oh, there, you happy? Yeah, I am. Right. Every time you say that, I remember how good your queso sauce is. That's why you wanted me to say it, because you want some fucking queso. Uh, I know I ain't getting queso. KO'd, maybe, but not queso. We, and we by the way, I, I heard from a re couple of... Sorry to interrupt you, Dave. I heard from a couple of reputable sources that the debut 
of the E-Fed this past Wednesday night on WrestleView.com was stunning, sensational, spectacular, and... Actually, hold on. Just, just, yep. to, just to correct you. Yes. It actually did debut on Wednesday, but it did not debut on WrestleView. It debuted right here on SundayNightShowdown.com as we played it live and Ustream for a little while because they did not have it up at WNL until Thursday. Yeah, we played the whole, pretty yeah. much the whole pay-per-view, and uh, a, 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 an enthusiastic group joined us. We thank you all for joining us, because it was probably 2, 3, 4 a.m. for a lot of people, and we and probably 10 a.m. for some others. So we, we do really appreciate you guys joining us, and maybe uh, we'll do that again with, uh, rather than splitting the matches up, maybe we'll show them as a big two-hour presentation perhaps in the future and have another one of those kind of meet-and-greet party events. Well, we won't. That'll be on WrestleView exclusively. Well, but it's we only, as it's in only the collective we of WrestleView. Well, true. But what I'm saying is it, it will only be exclusive to the WrestleView VIP section. I do have it up on Sunday Night Showdown as a free preview for those who might be interested in signing up for the VIP. Right, and it's all over YouTube right now. Yes, I mean, it the, is the, in the, the, the thousands and thousands of hits that, that the matches have had on YouTube have been... Uh, very, very encouraging, Double J, Internet Dave, Harmony, because uh, um, you guys that are listening need to catch the E-Fed. It is so entertaining. The matches are spectacular. And uh, as somebody that, that called the action, uh, I very much was, was greatly entertained by the whole uh, elimination tournament. And, and the E-Fed is, is absolutely must-see wrestling TV. Well, absolutely. We're setting up right now for the TNA World Championship as Kurt Angle will defend in this match, this fatal four-way against the blueprint, Matt Morgan, the icon Sting, and of course my pick to win this match, the phenomenal AJ Styles. What? Really? Yes, that's my pick. Well, you know what? Uh, it's, a, it's a very good pick. I think the TNA would be well... Uh, well, well tuned to to put the strap on AJ Styles due to the fact that uh, he is is my favorite personal world heavyweight champion in TNA history, stemming back to the weekly pay per view days. And I hope, uh, in fact, that that's the scenario tonight. Well, and that's the thing. If you look back on the history of TNA, he has never officially been the TNA world heavyweight champion. He was the NWA world heavyweight champion, right? But never the TNA world champion. Now. Going into Bound for Glory, which is their WrestleMania every year, uh, you know, Sting is pro it's probably going to be his last match. He's going to retire probably after that. So one of two things should happen here tonight. Kurt Angle must definitely drop this title, whether it's to Sting or AJ Styles, I could care less. But regardless, I want the main event for Bound for Glory to be Sting and AJ Styles, bar none, so Sting can do the right thing and put over AJ Styles and retire. You would think uh, definitely that that's what might happen. However, with what's going on in the booking department at TNA lately, um, I would say that since they've reached the uh, post-Dutch Mantel era, and that basically from what I'm hearing, that it is um, now not only Vince Russo, but Taz is now involved in the in the whole booking scenario Yep, at, at TNA, I read it this week, that in fact that Dixie Carter um, is relying heavily on Taz right now 
As you're shaking your head, no, that's what I read. They added Vince, or excuse me, Ed Ferrara earlier today. Yep. They added Ed Ferrara and Jeremy Borash to the booking committee. Ed Ferrara. Yeah. yeah you don't, I don't th- know about you, don't, you don't think that they would have learned their lesson about Ed Ferrara from WCW and his short stint in WWE. Now it's it's a combination. Let's let's review. It's a combination of 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 Thunder and and Saturday Night all over again with Ferrara and Russo and I cannot I don't care what anybody tells me I don't have one good thing to say about Ed Ferrara and Vince Russo is is basically over the course of time in pro wrestling been an anomaly and, and basically bad for business I will say this. The only thing Ed Ferrara ever did that I thought was funny was the, Here it o- is. I know was the Oklahoma parody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to paraphrase... That was funny. Pinata! 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 To paraphrase, as I was just fixing what to say... What the hell? Thank you for that. What is that? That's that Hoover 2 Guerrero out right there. He, he played All-State for Tijuana. He's a linebacker, linebacker for Tijuana. For Tijuana. See, well, that once again substantiates the theory that in fact... Internet Dave does have some co-conspiracy correlation with Jeff Hardy. Just in that one little outburst. Dave, I, I think that we're going to bring in the doctor right now to do a blood test. I'm really worried about you, dude. That's the most animated you've been all night. All night? All year, brother. Oh, wow. Who knows? Maybe Oklahoma will start calling matches in TNA from now on. God, I hope not. I hope not, too. However, you know what? Uh... This match could be, uh, could be at least on paper, very entertaining, depending on how it's booked. And I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Really, one of the few matches on the card that that I was looking forward to. But uh, you know, no matter what you think of Ed Ferrara, Vince Russo, um, and who else did you say? They, oh, Jeremy Borash, Borash. Is, uh, is on the uh, booking committee now. Um, I hear he's been orally stimulating Dixie Carter lately, and that might be a reason that he got on the committee. Just, just speculation. You sick fuck. Well, well you know, you'd expect. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. So, how come I never got a fancy dancy intro when I came back? Nobody even acknowledged that I was here. By the way, your hair looks stunning tonight. I'm really, I'm really liking Thank it. You. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, well, for one, sweetie, I didn't know if you were going to be on the show or not. A lot of times you just come down here and you just watch. The By show. the way, the next time you fucking call me, sweetie, I'm going to slap you two ways from Sunday. Hey, bitch, I wasn't talking to you. Listen, listen, I'm going to go Bruce Hart on you in a second. You better apologize You want to fucking talk, sweetie? Dave's sitting right next to you, okay? Yeah, well, you know what? You have fun with that, yeah, all right? Listen, if, all right, if anybody's going to be sweetie, we'll import Tim Stein for that role. What are you going to do? Give him a low blow and he loses by pinfall? No. Because that's how I lost most of my matches. Yeah, and I don't understand. I was there for most of them, and I could not understand why Bruce was continually booking the... And, of course, it's called a nutshot uppercut. Why he would give your opponent that spot when, in fact, and we all know, you know, we won't go there, but, you know, that, that really shouldn't hurt a lady. No, it, it shouldn't. But apparently, it hurt me. I don't know. Maybe I have balls. Did you? Well, did, is that what? It, did and did he make <laughs> you sell it? Of course, I lost that. I could have the most dominating match that you have ever seen. I could be kicking the living shit out of someone, and then and all of a succ- sudden, low ball to the low, low blow. blow. I'm done. One, two, three. And this is why Stampede Wrestling is no more because Bruce Hart killed that that promotion. 
ran it into the yep. ground with shitty booking like that. And That's why. And also didn't tell people that it existed either. Listen, I saw him in Safeway yesterday, and he couldn't fucking decide between cheesies and potato chips. So there you have it. <laughs> Speaking of not letting anybody know, I lived here as the biggest heart mark there is. I lived here for five years and had to start training with a different promotion to find out that Stampede Wrestling was still here. Wow. That's right. You actually uh, originally trained with Bad News Allen and Razor Rick Titan for, what was it, Hybrid uh, HWC? Yeah, Hybrid Wrestling Coalition. That's uh, where I trained a little bit with Sarita. Ah, Okay. Also known as Sarah Stock. Also known as one half of the uh, TNA Knockout Tag Team Champions as of tonight. Also known as Sarah Graves. Also known as the Dark Angels. So also known as spent a couple of nights known. with Sean Waltman. There's a whole lot of also knowns. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe Wow. You. Just wow. Yeah, I know you don't want to believe me, but take it from me. Anyways, Kurt Angle uh, getting warmed up and behind the uh, TNA World Heavyweight Championship belt, of course, uh, uh, made by Reggie Parks, world-renowned uh, belt maker for many, many years, and a hell of a wrestler in his own right. Um, I read this week that a certain somebody will be going on an Australian wrestling tour. He's amassing a, uh, a very large uh, contingent of um, retro professional wrestlers from days gone by everybody from the nasty boys to apparently if he's well enough Dr. Death Steve Williams and uh, uh, Terry Balea Hulk Hogan must have somebody Double J backing him financially for that a tour of that magnitude yeah Bischoff and whatever company he's with yeah uh, I'm just hoping when they go down under I'm hoping that like Mace can work a match against somebody I'd love to see Mace kick the shit out of Hulk Mace Hogan Mace against Nathan what's his name Jones? Yeah. Nathan Jones. Yeah, yeah. Is Jones on that tour? Uh, yeah, I, I read that. Yeah, he is. What the Yeah, fuck? yeah, I know. That dude can't wrestle. He'll probably go I, over, too. Well, I, and you know who else? And, and I, I'm hearing that from a certain somebody that from Sin, Aiden Pringle. Oh, okay. Who's living in Vancouver and, uh, and, and doing some movie promotion. That, in fact, a Canadian has been booked to Double J fight Nathan or work with Nathan Jones on some of the Australian Hulk Hogan tour dates and that would be none other and Harmony knows this this person none other than Kurgan oh god yeah yeah here she is why yeah, I don't, well uh, apparently that's what's going to happen I, I just broke the chat did you you broke the chat I'm sorry Latino I can't talk to you anymore because I broke it Reboot, reboot the chat. Anyways, um, this should be uh, very interesting, I think, uh, for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And, and once again, I, I really have to say that I haven't been watching too much Internet Dave of uh, TNA weekly programming uh, via Impact or even online. But to me, Kurt Angle looks sick. He, he doesn't look good. He looks under the weather. He's obviously skinny, and and uh, the same could be said for Jeremy Borash. You know what, Chet? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the chatters mentioned it while we were on a break. And What's that? And uh, we were talking about it too. How Kurt Angle just looks, just looks a lot, uh, just like you said, kind he, of. He looks emaciated. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, and Earl Hebner and his Hitler mustache uh, ready to referee this match tonight. But uh, no, he, like we were talking what? about earlier, uh, mental stress can 
can be just as bad as for your body as as it can for your mind. But hopefully, Kurt Angle's on the uh, on the road to recovery because it seems like, except for the uh, possession of the HGH, everything seems to be behind him, and now he can start looking forward to a positive direction. Well, yeah, I mean, if you guys read the news board over on WrestleView, the uh, the official news source of Sunday Night Showdown. Uh, this week it did break that Kurt Angle was dropped on all charges. What happened was they went to court. Trenisha Biggers, uh, also known as Raka Khan, started talking to the judge and backpedaling and changing the story. Ah. And the judge looked at her and said, you're a fucking idiot. Case dismissed. So Kurt Angle was cleared on all charges. Now there's talk that she's in the works of suing TNA because when all this broke down, there was talk of... One of them had to go, and since she's not a bigger star than Kurt Angle, she was going to get her walking papers. She is still officially with the company. D- uh, Dixie Carter has stated that she has not been released, but look for Raka Khan to go absolutely apeshit crazy and sue TNA Wrestling in the very near future. Well, I hope she does. Well, I mean, Harmony? It's like the Karen Angle, Kurt Angle situation. He's their star. They're not stars. Karen's still with uh, Double J? Is she? Apparently, she is. In fact, um, she is with Double J, and I believe that her children, that are Kurt Angle's children, are living with Double J as well. Good for her. That sounds like a good man. That that sounds like a lot of other scenarios that. uh, Yeah, look at look at him. Look at Kurt. (laughs) No, you look at Kurt. He looks like he's like his his arms emaciated. He doesn't. He looks like his arms have lost all definition, and uh, his chest seems like it's. uh, like, he, he starved himself for two weeks. But he looks like a 90-year-old fucking man. He does. Like, he Terrible. looks fucking awful. Uh, maybe he's been hanging out with Dr. Murray lately, speaking of emaciated. What's going on now? Hernandez is cashing in the briefcase. Yeah, but wait until after the match ends. Don't make it a five-way dance. Tell me he's not going to make this a five-way dance. Wow. Five-way. Stupid. Cash it in after the match, not before, you idiot. idiot. Stupid. Makes it a five-way dance. I mean, we speculated on this one, two, three months ago, and it never happened. Well, they probably didn't want to do that after, too, because it would be too CM Punkish. Yeah. Too edgish. But you know what? Yeah. The whole concept is fucking money in the bank, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's they, still they another stole, concept. Yeah, they stole the concept, so I mean... It just makes him look like a dumb Mexican for, for, for <laughs> coming out. Okay, do you have to make a, it about his... I would have said a dumb... You know, it's been months and months that I've been working <laughs> diligently and very hard to dispel to dispel <laughs> the prop... To dispel the, the popular racist. rumor, or not rumor, that substantiated evidence over the fact that over the last few months that I've been going to bat for you continuously, that in fact you are not a racist, and then you make an off-the-cuff remark about that. Okay, in my defense... I am not a racist, okay? Maybe that was not the You TV. keep saying that, listen, yet you keep making these listen. stupid racist comments. I can't... I'm, I'm shocked that he would come out and, and cash in his, his money-in-the-bank briefcase 
to make it a five-way dance. You what the fuck is that? You called him a stupid Mexican. That makes stupid. it stupid, but you don't got to say, okay, dumb American. This is the only time besides RVD that... Call him stupid, but don't call him a stupid Mexican. The guys God. Okay. it in okay. before a match starts. I, I publicly apologize to any of the Latino people that I have offended. Uh, how can I be racist? Wait a the, minute, wait a minute. The champion, hold on a second. Yep. The champion of my EFED is, is a Mexican. Yes. So how the fuck am I racist? Come on. Some would say it's just a, a sidelight for the fact that maybe you're a racist. So you, you want to dispel the fact that you're racist by putting over right. you know, the champion of your EFED as being Mexican. So you here's, don't get sued. Here's the funny part. You're a Mexican hater. Hernandez is being the hell out of Kern Angle. While everybody else is watching. And doing a British brutal Bulldog suplex here. While everyone else is just watching. Uh, maybe Could somebody explain to me why Dave Hebner is brandishing a, Look Hitler, at this. a Hitler fucking mustache? What is up with that, Double J? What, Look what, at this. What's up with Hebner and the, and the yeah, Hitler mustache? You know what? I actually called him Adolf Hebner early on the night. That was he's got, that, the, he's that, got that the Hitler mustache. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I'd like to rip out his fucking mustache. How about that? I don't know. For those of you may maybe listening to the pay-per-view here, can you tell us if it's a five-way elimination match or just a, a first pin wins? Because right... And there's the bell to start the match. Yeah, the match is officially started okay, now. Okay, now it's a five-way dance. This is so stupid. So stupid. Stupid American bookers. I'm telling yeah, you. Those Americans really don't know what they're doing, do they, Shark and Harmony? Stupid Italian booker. Wow. Fucking Russo. Yeah, and Ferrara, for that matter. Is he... Is he uh, He's Italian, too. Yes, he Italian. is. Fucking <laughs> Jesus. Somebody, Harmony, I, I know it's not around. It's coming up on Halloween, but he, could you get out the muzzle? Maybe the ball gag. You know? Oh, wait a minute. There's somebody at the door. There's somebody that's Latino 718 at the door. I think he wants to have a word with you. Uh, They know I'm just fucking with him. I don't mean anything by it. No. Well, speaking of Halloween, I can't wait until we get the photo of Andy Knowles dressing up as John Cena and Mrs. Knowles dressing up as Mickey James. That I'm looking forward to. By the way, uh, you guys see that Mickey James in her guest color commentary spot this week did have a reinflated. Right, right <laughs> breast. She did. She's been pumped up. Did you? What are you pointing at, Harmony? Let us know. What? What are you pointing at? Let us know. I keep breaking the chat. Border toss here by, by Hernandez on Kurt. Oh, and here, and here comes Derek Young with a, with a, Nancy Kerrigan like, <laughs> baton to the knee. Oh, and here comes a big pile driver. Not oh jeez, wow! Oh, he hit it perfectly. He hit it beautifully. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, have you talked to Divine lately, Shark? But because I, I remember Yesterday. three or four years ago when he told us that Eric Young had to get uh, surgery like every three or four months for these polyps that he had on his throat, which is why it was so hard for him to talk. Right? Did he? Did they cure him of that, or or, or do we know that? I think it's a work in progress, and he's. Uh, I, I'm actually suffering from a bit of Eric, Eric Young polyp on the uh, vocal cords this evening. Uh, big night, big night last night with uh, with uh, Keith Urban and even his wife Nicole Kidman out at Ranchman's last night. And by the oh, way, I just want to say, Aussies. I just want to say that. That is good. Just a minute. Shut up. It's good as Nicole Kidman looks on TV. She looks fantastic in real life with... Uh, I'm serious. 
with, she was on the dance floor at Ranchman's last night, dancing up a storm in a dress harmony with no slip and the lights from the dance floor shining through. The, her ever-loving Aussie thighs, and it was outstanding, and, and there wasn't a, a dry eye in the house. All the guys were like, holy shit, that girl looks like Nicole Kidman, and I'm like, no, it is Nicole Kidman. Sounds like a scene out of Dead Calm. Good movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah outstanding, and actually... She, she runs around naked for, for quite a long time in the right. future. Yeah. And, uh, and yes, I told you on Friday that, in fact, um, Keith Urban, Double J, was sick, and he wasn't going to be appearing, and that's what we were told, and all of a sudden, boom, 11.30, he shows up with Nicole, and uh, with four of the biggest bouncers this side, I mean, these guys all look like juggernaut, only they were 50 pounds heavier and about six inches taller. Oh, my God, they were big. No, I was kind of busy. Like, you couldn't pick up your PDA and, you know, call the important people? Kind of busy. But I, I do have Harmony regards for you from Nicole Kidman, Harmony. She did say she will be able to meet you for tea at 2 tomorrow. Well, I don't care about her. Is she bringing her husband? Uh, apparently, um, Keith and Double J will be uh, having their own little 2 o'clock luncheon meeting with the shark at the speakeasy. For some business, of course. Of course. Right. Well, I, I have no problems joining him at the speakeasy. You like watching naked women on stage? It would be my first time. No, I heard you liked to. You used to go and watch the, the naked chicks. Well, Angle goes for a tombstone, but AJ reverses into a tombstone of his own. Well, and Angle slips away and locks on the ankle lock in the middle of the six-sided ring. For, first time I saw Kurt do that against The Undertaker, I thought it was... The, one of the best counters I'd ever seen to any move in, in wrestling. Well, it looked like a little bit like, like AJ dropped uh, Kurt Angle on his head. I had just a bit now. of a, I had, Yeah, just now I had a bit of an Owen Hart, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin flashback. Well, he did a flying head scissors, and it looked like Kurt looks like he might be hurt a little bit, actually. Wow. Oh. Very nice set of maneuvers by AJ and Kurt Angle. As Sting is uh, taking care of the blueprint, Matt Morgan on the outside. I mean, forever and ever now, the main events of, of TNA pay-per-views have been anything but singles matches. And, and you know, I, I don't know whether this has been to protect Kurt Angle. Uh, honestly, um, you know, it's speculation on my behalf, but uh, I don't remember the last time Kurt Angle was in a singles match for the, for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. But, uh, you know, oh, nice. as, as Matt Morgan goes to town on Sting with the back elbows in the corner... I like that. It's a very nice combo. He took both of the uh, elbow pads off and hit full elbows and then just steamrolled him into the turnbuckle as he's going for his backdrop that he always does. I love that move. I think it's hilarious. That's the fuck off and die move. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget uh, Bound for Glory is in just four weeks' time on October 18th, but between now and then is in two weeks is Hell in a Cell on behalf of WWE on October 4th. And, of course, Hell in a Cell this year, guys. Not just main event Hell in a Cell action. There's how many Hell in a Cells well, on, at, on this card so far? At least at least three. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Oh, Twenty. Okay, they added twenty more last night. No, at least three. So right. yes, Hell in a Cell, where every match is contested in a Hell in the Cell. We get Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase versus DX in Hell in a Cell. Christian versus Regal, Hell in a Cell. Santino versus. A local jobber in a hell in a cell. Just like what what Hunter always says, when everything's special, then nothing's special. And you know what? Uh, obviously, 
uh, TNA's all ca- cage six side of steel uh, lockdown in lockdown. March. Uh, they're kind of playing off that, but you know, I really April. don't think that uh, why that WWE does anything why? as an offshoot of TNA. Why but, the fuck would they steal any concept? Yeah, exa- from TNA? exactly. I'm saying, I'm saying that, but it's but the stupidest but thing. The, the fact is, is that stupid bookers. I think that basically, stupid if you have <laughs> more, if you have more than one Hell in a Cell match on a card, it certainly takes some of the the luster off the whole Hell in a Cell scenario. Well, we had two elimination chambers on the same night Hayes. and three scramble matches in the same night. What? Fucking racist, Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes was uh, was Michael apparently not a well. Apparently, he made some racist comments that he had to apologize for. But that's ridiculous. Speaking to the microphone, Mark Henry and a whole bunch of other people in the back. That's ha- said. That's how he talks. He's one of yep, them. Yeah. That's it's just normal for him. He's a southern fried chicken. And it's just normal <laughs> for me to, to start talking <laughs> shit about nationalities. It doesn't make me a racist. It's just how I talk. Shut up, American. Ah. Uh, See those lousy Americans. And and the, and the thing is, is that the whole fuck off the whole Indians. the whole headspace. We shut the fuck up. Anyways, the whole headspace uh, of of the southern psyche is not racist. It's just the way you guys talk, right? Fuck it. I'm I'm gonna blame the Polish for this. <laughs> fuck the Polish too. What? It's the Polish's fault. It, it's is Ivan. It the po- is it the Polish's fault? Is it the mighty Igor's fault? Is it Ivan Putsky's fault? The Polish hammer. I cannot believe you people talk like this. Why do you think I don't do this show anymore? Because you're a bunch of... Why do you do this show anymore? I don't know. You don't do this show you anymore. You don't. Get out. <laughs> That's what I said. Why do you you're think fired. You can, you, can I fire her? No. You can fire her. Oh, trust but your hair looks you great tonight. never say fuck the Aussies. <laughs> Ever. Wow. What is Mace up yeah, to? I would say fuck the criminals instead. <laughs> Anyways, um... Nothing. So much for that uh, invitation to tea tomorrow, I guess. I guess. Yeah. What? Oh, pardon so me? Was it yeah, busy no, last night no, at the ranchman's? No, with no, Nicole just called and said, she, because you're an Aussie racist, she's canceling tea time with you tomorrow. Uh, what? Me? Aussie racist? Yes, you, she's been listening to the show. that Aussies are my favorite people on Oh, the here's the, the backpedal. Yeah, Here exactly. it is. Well, you know what? I heard uh, a couple people tell me on Facebook yesterday that, yeah. that uh, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban were just walking at around. At the zoo. Out. They were at the zoo and, on Thursday and morning. Just, and just downtown Calgary, just walking around. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if the 18 bouncers were, were with them or not. Apparently, but, uh, there was four of the same four at the zoo on uh, Thursday morning. But anyways, all that aside, no, Keith Urban uh, played two sold-out shows here in Calgary on Friday and Saturday night. And collectively, 40... Two thousand in two nights. Yeah. Wow. I don't even yeah. know how you fit them all in the well, settlement. You, you can't. You can well, do that because he had the center stage. That's probably. right. Yeah. He had seating in the round. Anyways, wow. enough of uh, Keith Urban. Um, back to the match at hand. Very fragmented. I, I like. I like the. Uh, I like the the work that uh, that Angle and Styles were were doing, and uh, I, I don't know. Double J, you and I have talked ad nauseum over the course of the last year about the fact that we both think that TNA at some point should put over Matt Morgan, the blueprint, as the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, but you're of the opinion that AJ's going over tonight. I don't know. Uh, Matt might be a logical choice, too, or they might do the in-op... I don't know. They might leave the strap on Kurt Angle as well. I don't want to see this trap on Kurt Angle, and you know what? Matt Morgan is not ready to be the main event player 
in TNA right now. It's either going to have to be Sting or AJ Styles. I think Hernandez just, they made him out like he wasted his opportunity. That's right. That's how that played out. It was stupid. Yeah, and you you got to figure with the apparent retirement of Sting that Sting's got to be in the mix, come bound for glory, and and the was uh, Pele out, delivered outstanding. That's one of my favorite moves. Anyways, that that either AJ Styles or Sting would be world heavyweight champion, oh, come man. bound for glory, but you right never quite know. Wow, Sting with a missile drop kick. When's the last angle? time we saw Sting do, pull off a move like that? Starcade, nineteen eighty three. <laughs> you know, Kurt was just saying something just now. Kurt, Kurt's not in the best shape I've ever seen him in, but when him and AJ work together, it's like poetry in motion in a ring. I think he just, just told the referee he's hurt. Uh, it, it is just unbelievable to me how well they those two guys can work together. But, I mean, really, I think Kurt can work well with anybody, and so can AJ. Sting taking on both guys as the uh, press slams down Kurt Angle, and... Scoop slams up Matt Morgan. Sting right now, the only one on his feet. Delivers the Stinger Splash to Kurt Angle. Looks like he's going to go for the Stinger Splash on Matt Morgan. And it connects with both as Angle is down. Sting not paying any attention. He's got uh, Matt Morgan in the corner and is hammering away on the head of Matt Morgan. He should have uh, went for the pin on Kurt Angle as Kurt Angle comes up from behind. Angle slam to the icon Sting, and this could be it right here, ladies and gentlemen. But AJ, just in the nick of time, breaks it up. Well, is this really how they're going to end it? Like, Hernandez cashes in his briefcase, and then nothing? Like, where is he? He's not even in the ring. Styles clash. Oh, so close. Matt Morgan with the kick to the head breaks up the referee's count, but AJ had this match. And that really, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of playing it off that everybody's getting in a kind of a finishing move, if you will, uh, uh, in succession. But uh, really nothing so far has led me to believe that the, the end is imminent. Um, but everybody's gassed. Uh, Matt and AJ working together right now. Sting and also uh, Kurt Angle, both on the mat, sucking wind. And uh, Matt Morgan says it's time. Double time J. for the elevator. The elevator. Love this move. Is he really the future of the company like they keep promoting him as? Whoa. Bit of a reversal from AJ, but there's the elevator, and Sting breaks it up. Just at the two actually, and a half count. That's not a reversal. That's his move. Right. It actually looks like he lifts him up, and it looks like the guy counters into a DDT, which is stupid. Because it literally, every time yeah. he does it, I think he gets countered. It's stupid. There's the Scorpion Death Drop by the Stinger. Slop drop. Slop, well, scorpion death drop. That's not Henry Godwin there. No. Or Phineas. I don't know where they came up with the names Tex Slashinger and Shanghai Pierce. I'd love to know where they... I kind of like well, that. Well, I, I tell you what, if you ever interview Henry Godwin or Phineas, you should ask them that. I will. I'll, I'll make sure to mention that to them. <laughs> Sting locks on the scorpion death lock to Kurt Angle. Close to the middle of the ring. As he flips him over. Nope, Kurt... Reverses into an ankle lock. And there's Adolf Hebner asking uh, Sting whether he wants to submit. <laughs> Adolf Hebner. I think we'll, we'll go with that. I like that. Well, look at his mustache. I know. Have to go disgusting. with it. Disgusting. 
And bicycle kick. Talk about a racist. Adolf Hebner is the racist of the pay-per-view. That reminds me of the story in, well, it's been in Brett's book. It was in a bunch of people's books with Smith and his <laughs> mustache. Yes, in, yes. Yeah. yeah, when he went to Puerto Rico wearing the uh, Adolf Hitler mustache. You tell it. No, no, I'm not going to tell it. I can't waste read my breath. Read the book, people. Read yeah. the book. It's in pretty much all of them. Yep. And a certain somebody will Sting be... Sting just walked away. What? He told AJ Styles to go for the pin, and he attacked... Matt Morgan on the outside. AJ, double J, you rope. might be right. You might be right. 450, 450 splash. In the air. That's One, it. Two, three. Well, there you wow. go. Wow. AJ Styles, for the first time in his career, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, which brings my total to seven and one. Wow, that's your best pay per view production of all time. And you know what? And look at this you, crowd. You talked very excited. You talked earlier, Double J, of doing. The right thing, and finally, TNA does Good the right them. thing and puts over their own talent. Good for him; as he here, deserves yes. it. Let's but I mean, really, here's the whole Hernandez thing was such stupid. a waste. What a yeah. waste! They wasted that that uh, that feaster fired case. Absolutely wasted it because this whole thing with uh, as the crowd starts to enter in from the ring. No, to the ring. So hot. Okay. Yeah. To the ring, but... Uh, yeah, you're a bit of an AJ Mark. This I is, am, this is really am, cool. I am not the the chick that watches wrestling and says shit like that, but... No, well, you're not. You know, you, you got to say it sometimes. Well, you know, if, if, you're, if you're hot for AJ, speak it. And how, about okay. Kurt, and how about Sting sacrificing himself to eliminate uh, Matt Morgan from the, from the contest so that AJ could pin Kurt Angle? Well, and they might run with that angle, and I don't mean current angle, but they might run with the fact that Sting gave himself up so AJ could win the title, and, and maybe as a show of, of appreciation at Bound for Glory that AJ will put the title on the line in Sting's last match. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Either way, I was right in my prediction. I was the only one out of the Wrestling News Live crew that said AJ was going over tonight. I feel validated in my prediction. Well, the WNL crew generally, except yourself, does not have a good prediction ratio. That's not true. No? No, no. It, it, it varies. Okay. Lately, I have been doing very well on the, the pay-per-view predictions. AJ's like, get me away from these teethless fat people. Pe wow. Well, I'll tell you, there's probably that's not... That's teethless fat people? There's probably only one person I've seen that's under the age of 30. So, I mean, maybe that's just Orlando, but to me, that that's a positive sign. As... I've interviewed AJ probably two or three different times and uh, always been a professional to us, no matter how an annoying of questions we might have asked him. And God but only no, knows is, you do. But this is fantastic. This is really cool. I'm happy for him. And uh, the reign of angle is over for 24 hours at least. And uh, Jeremy Borash in the ring just about to interview the brand new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. You know what would be really awesome? is if tomorrow my Facebook picture and my Twitter picture and all of my pictures could be me with the TNA current champ. You have a picture of the two of you together, don't you? No, she did. It just oh. didn't take. We it took a picture and it didn't show up. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody forgot to it's hit the button? It says, error, no data. Ah, battery situation. 
Santo. You were using your batteries for other issues. See you, Santo. We'll talk Just to you theory. later. You guys are sick. You're, you're a sick fuck. No, listen. You're the one that laughed at the shit. The champ is left the building. Wow. But yeah, what an absolute waste of the uh, feast or fired case for Hernandez, where basically he takes. I mean, yeah, he's going to take a pile driver to the on the on the concrete floor. But uh, basically, at that point, the whole Eric Young thing continues, and that case is gone, and it's a complete waste. So here we are at No Surrender, and we're just going to do a quick little wrap-up here on Sunday Night Showdown. But let's uh, run down the card here real quick for you. Viva la raza! We'll do that when we come back from a quick, impromptu commercial break. We'll come back and wrap this this up. Well, you know what? I'm playing this for Latino 718. He asked me to play it earlier. It's not Latino heat, but it is uh, Los Guerreros. So there you go. We'll be right back with Sunday Night Showdown right after this. Sunday Night Showdown, the post-wrap-up. I can't hear anything in my headphones, however, Dave. I don't know if you just turned that off or what. Is it? Well, we're on. Don't worry about well, it. I can hear you. Uh, now is, I guess, the time that I'm going to bring my uh, my little girl, who's about to go to bed. Lexi, do you want to say hello to the chat room? Yeah, hello. Hello, chat room. So hello, chat room. It's open mic with Lexi, ladies and gentlemen. Now you can't see me. We can't see me. So but we can hear you. Lexi, I wanted to ask you, baby, what did you think about AJ Styles winning the TNA World Heavyweight Champion? Mm-hmm. Say, it was, it was good, Daddy. Yeah, it was good, Daddy. You liked it? You like AJ Styles? Who do you like better, John Cena or AJ Styles? Yeah. You like AJ Styles? Which one? That's Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I think she likes Bobby Lashley. Okay, so you like Lashley? Well, he's not the champion. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You need a Lexi? Tell Uncle Shark, who do you like better? Bobby Bobby Lashley, yeah. AJ Styles, 
or John Cena? Who do you like the best out of the three? John Cena. Really? Okay, I knew you were going to say that. Yes, that's, uh, that's the right answer. You win a prize. That's that's her mother's half talking. Double J, tell Lexi what she's won as her prize. You won a one. You won a round trip ticket to bed. It's bedtime and a clean diaper. Thank you very much for so, playing tonight, Lexi. In your own private room. Tell tell the chat. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. I see you next time. I see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, Lexi. Good night. Love you, sweetie. See, look at a more compelling interview and a far wider range of vocabulary than one Dr. William Maybrook. See? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, in <laughs> fact. Oh, oh. What, baby? What? All right, for the... Give, uh, her, give her her computer back. Here's your for, computer. For the, okay. for the Ustream theme. recording player people, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you... Talk to you next time. For everybody else, we'll keep, we'll keep going here. What are you off UStream? No, you, well UStream has a three-hour uh, maximum. So. Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck so you're for, talking so about. So for people who were listening on the UStream Did recording, you understand ver- any of that? Uh, for people who were listening to the archive on the UStream recording version, yes, I just said goodbye to them. But okay. we're going to continue with everybody else. Okay, Dave. It's a fucking solid archive. We don't need to tell them goodnight. Or whatever. We're not. We're just. Just don't worry about it. It's okay. Fine. So listen. We're back here in. <laughs> fuck. We're back here in two weeks, right? Is two that weeks right? For Hell in the Cell. Four weeks for Bound for Glory, and five weeks for Bragging Rights. Maybe. Bra- I don't bragging know. Bragging Rights. I don't know. All I don't right. know if we're gonna do all these shows. Well, one way or the other, we'll decide, and we'll let you know well in advance. So let's run down what happened on the pay per view really quickly, Dave, from top to bottom. Absolutely. Sure. No problem at all. Okay. Uh, Taylor Wilde and Sarita over the beautiful people to win the inaugural knockout tag titles. Hernandez over Eric Young. Joe makes Christopher Daniels submit. The Pope D'Angelo De Niro over suicide in a false count anywhere contest. Impromptu match, by the way. Uh, it was apparently it was added just a couple hours before the show started, according to WrestleView. And it was very good. No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. It was horrid. All right. ODB over Cody Daner. Nash over... She is now, she is now the knocked-up champion. Because <laughs> she calls it the knocked-up title. So she is the knocked-up champion. Well, did they divulge who she has been knocked up by? I'm, I'm assuming Cody Diener. Uh, that would make sense. Kevin Nash over Abyss. Bobby Lashley over Rhino. And, and uh, of course, AJ Styles is your new world heavyweight champion. And you got Beer Money in that as well, correct? And we had the team of Beer Money and and 3D defeat the British Invasion and Steiner and Booker. All right, so that was your TNA No Surrender pay-per-view. As we kind of mentioned earlier, Dixie Carter didn't do a very good job of really promoting this pay-per-view. Maybe it should have been called No One Gives a Shit instead of No <laughs> Surrender. But uh, with that being said, I like the end result tonight. Very I'm well glad done. to yeah. see AJ Styles finally homegrown talent getting his due. And maybe they'll give him a bit of a run. I hope that they give him they at least should. a long title yeah. run. If yeah. Kurt Angle can have the belt for fucking three years, AJ Styles needs to have a nice little run. Kurt Angle needs to go have a rest. I think that they should take Kurt Angle off of uh, TNA programming for a couple of weeks and give him a rest. He looks very tired. All kidding aside, big Kurt Angle fan, but he is a shell of his former self and he doesn't look well at all. He doesn't. I think Kurt needs a break. And uh, Latino718 brings up a very good point in the chat. 
Uh, what do you think about Mayweather trying to get in WWE full-time? There was an interview that he conducted. He said that he's talked to Vince, and they were excited about bringing him in, and he wants to possibly work with the company full-time. Now, on what level they could actually use Money Mayweather, I'm not really sure. He's so small. I mean, he's smaller than Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And I really don't know what they could do with his character. Last night, just quickly, I know we're going to wrap up the show, uh, guys, but last night, of course, Floyd Money Mayweather, uh, and they did not refer to him as Pretty Boy Floyd Mayweather. It was Floyd Money Mayweather. Michael Buffer announced him as that as Triple H came into the ring with him, and it was a very much a one-sided match. He dominated um, and won on all three judges' scorecards. I believe it was 119-108, so he won every, oh, wow. every round. He won last night against a smaller and very talented Juan Manuel Marquez, the former light, lightweight champion, two-time former lightweight champion, moving up about 17 pounds in weight. But the thing was is that at the end, Double J, after um, uh, Mayweather won and, and uh, um, he was being interviewed on HBO, they actually cut him off because he went into his wrestling uh, persona and, and started to talk about himself as an entertainer and as a promoter. And the HBO, somebody in the truck must have said, you know what, that's enough. And they actually cut him off. And the interviewer walked away, and Mayweather was trying to grab the microphone in there. It was a bad scene. If you guys want to, that are listening right now, go on YouTube and, and, and look it up, and they'll have the post-match interview. It was disgusting, and he did not handle himself very well last night. However, of course, he's going to go on to try to attain the uh, welterweight title. He's going to uh, face the winner of... Uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, Miguel Cotto, who face each other in November. And uh, the saga of uh, Floyd Money Mayweather's boxing career continues. Uh, he'll probably fight again soon in the new year. And I expect him to continue to work for Vince on a part-time basis, for sure. Well, you know, I think you will. I just don't really know what you do with the guy, honestly. But uh, with that being said, guys, no surrender. It's in the can. We saw a new world heavyweight champion. Not a bad show, We really. saw a new set of champions crowned, the the knockout division tag team champions. Of course, ODB, finally the knock the knocked-up champion. <laughs> so, all in all, very good. What do you good. give the pay-per-view? What's your rating? Oh, you know what? I'm going to give it a B. B? Wow. What the hell? That's B. generally higher than what you give TNA pay-per-views. I'm trying to be optimistic. Dave, your rating? A B also... Um, Cody Diener needs to be as far away from a television camera as possible, and they have to look forward to uh, Bound for Glory with different types of styles and different types of matches, like uh, Lethal Consequences and the Guns could have had a tag match instead of all that other stuff. And the whole Eric Young-Hernandez thing 24 hours ago was a pretty good angle. Now it might be starting to uh, get a little bit... On the on the worst side, but uh, yeah, solid B, a, a very good effort, and and like I said, uh, congrats to AJ. And on a side note, uh, to TNA management, could you guys possibly give the Pope D'Angelo De Niro his own music instead of Consequences Creed's old old theme? Wow, they gave like, him... seriously. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Wow. But you know what, guys? With that being said, I think it's time we wrap this thing up, and we'll see you in a couple weeks for Hell in the Cell which is coming up, what, on October 4th, Dave? Yep. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Two weeks from tonight. So, yeah, we'll be back two weeks from tonight for Hell in the Cell. And uh, obviously right after that, on the 18th, is Bound for Glory. 
So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap this thing up. We will see you in two weeks for Hell in the Cell. On behalf of Mark the Shark DiCarlo, Internet Dave, Boom Boom Sexay, and everyone else here at Sunday Night Showdown, we'll see you soon. Good night. See you all.